Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Brett Keene from God TV Radio. I hope you're all having a blessed day. Did you know that atheists have the highest suicide rate in the world, as well as highest substance abuse? That means they are more likely to kill themselves, as well as do drugs, alcohol, which is why they refer to it as substance abuse. If you would like to learn more, subscribe to my channel and watch my high-definition version of this video. God bless. graduates high school, he's seen 70,000 murders. Is this effective enough? Sir, just watch the news. Is there a disturbance in my false religion? Oh, no, sir. Business is booming. Over 40 million are into new age and zen. Over 45 million believe in astrology. Looks like we are catching up. Yes, sir. Only 50 million claim to be born again. Is there a problem with business in general? Sir, we're showing tremendous progress. Yeah. Teenage runaways, each year a million or more. Uh, uh, there's a teen suicide every 90 minutes. And your specialty drunk driving yes. will claim more lives this year than the whole Vietnam War. Well, is there a disturbance in What was that? Sir, that's the reason all these demons are unconscious and wobbling. What's Sir, that's what I've been trying to tell you. Sir, that is our problem. Only one thing of this magnitude. Uh, then, sir, you know what we are dealing with up there. Yes, it's some of those sanctified. I blood bought. Saints of God presently on their knees. Sir, they're literal holy terrors. They bind us, cast us out. Then they do those disgusting charismatic jigs. They call scriptures like the Son of God, and sir, if you don't intervene, we all might wind up in a bunch of pigs. Sir, that's the good news. The bad news is the subject of the prayers that threatens our survival. What they're praying for is causing hemorrhaging in the realms of darkness. Sir, they're praying for revival. It's hardly controllable at the 
charismatic movement hit. Sir, we were jumping out of windows with all of that uh, untie my bow tie. Who stole my Honda stuff? They're now coming like a flood. But they'll say the spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard against you. It's written in the word. Sir, no weapon formed against them shall prosper. That's in the Bible too. But it's written, resist the devil and he must flee. And that's very dangerous, sir. Especially for me. It's time to act my final business attack. I'll remind the saints of their past. How they were liars, cheaters, manipulators, and emotions. But sir, you know what will happen if you remind the saints of their past. And what is that? Sir, they'll just remind you of your future. God the Father will oversee the doom. Opening the book of life. Grandstand hushed it all as majestically said, Now here's the rules. They'll be wounded for their transgressions, bruised for iniquities. When he said, By his stripes they're healed, the devil shook. He screams, God said, You shut your face out of the book. Then the father looked at his only son and said, You know the rules. Your blood will cleanse their sin and calm their fears. Then he pointed his finger at Satan and said, And I know you know the rules. You've been twisting them to deceive my people for years. Satan cried, I'll kill you, Christ. You will never be this friend. The demons wheezed. Jesus said, go ahead, make my day. Satan kicked him in his side, and blood and water flowed. And they waited for the ten count of defeat. God the Father turned his head, his tears announcing Christ was dead. The ten count would proclaim the battle's end. 
Then Satan trembled through his sweat in unexpected horror. Yet, as God started to count by saying, Ten. Hey, wait a minute, God. Nine. You're counting wrong. Eight. Seven. Hey, hello ladies and gentlemen, my name is Brett Keen from God TV Radio. I hope you're all having a beautiful, blessed day. How you doing there, heaven rules all? Heaven rules all, do you have a working microphone? Well, I can't hear you, you have to unmute your mic. Well, I'll tell you what. Oh, she's written in. Uh, let's see what we got here. Says she cannot hear me. Are you out there able to hear me? Type one, please. Oh, boy. Uh, she's from Taiwan, ladies and gentlemen, so she might be having some internet issues. Let me check my mic in here. Testing one, two, three. It shows that my microphone is working fine. So, and people are saying that they can hear me, so it is on her. Well, yay, she finally read the private chat where it says reload. <laughs> <coughs> Okay, let's see how long that takes. So what we're going to be talking about today while I'm waiting for her to get back is apparently she has, um, she was a part of the Mormon church in the area that she lives in. Um, she told me um, over on Facebook that she's been through a lot of negative experiences and she wants to talk about it and what um, the Mormon cult has done to her life. And uh, the sacrifices she's had to make and all this. If she manages to get her microphone working, her time zone's different than mine. I'm from St. Louis, Missouri, so I'm central time, and she's from Taiwan. So we are all the way across the world from each other. Normally, whenever she goes into rooms, her voice and audio and video seem to be quite clear. 
she's actually pretty good at the accent of English, so she uh, she speaks very well. If she can get the technology working, goodness gracious, it's now eleven fifty three, and probably would have been best for her to work out the technology before stepping into the room. But that's the price you pay. It is what it is. Guys, I'm going to put up my little be right back thing and kind of wait for her to come in. If anyone wants to join the room, the link is out there. It's in the description as well as uh, out on the screen. There it is right there. Just bring a microphone. That's all you have to have. I'll be right back.
Well, that's exciting, folks. I am back. It appears as though she still is not returned. So isn't that awesome? That's one of the exciting things. This thing was scheduled for all day, and apparently she doesn't know what she's doing on her technology. Beautiful. Let me check Facebook, see what's happening here. Oh, boy. Give me a few more minutes. Oh, boy. Sure, sure. Well, do people want to come in and chat with me while I'm waiting? I didn't realize that we were going to be having a person who was going to take their time to come to something that was already scheduled. Ugh, the commitment of some Christians is astonishing. All right, there is a link in the description, ladies and gentlemen. It'd be nice to have at least one person in the room that I could have a conversation with while I'm waiting. Let's see what we got here. I wish I could join in, but I have to wait until my yada, 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 yada. Yep, yep, yep. That's rough. Sorry to hear about that problem you have there. Oh, boy. Somebody needs to get them some unlimited internet. Jamie Russell, you want to come in and chat with me for a little bit? Let's see. I got a message here. Hey, internet issue. Give me a few more minutes. Wi-Fi connection. Yada, 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 yada. Okay. Exciting stuff, ladies and gentlemen. So how's everybody's day? What's everybody been up to? I had some trolls earlier tried to play me out. I made a video about it. It was pretty funny. They uh, they really thought they were going to get me. That's what those trolls like to do, but they failed. It's too bad for them, but they feel dumb. Dumb, da dumb, dumb, dumb. Oh, just recently I uh, subbed to Mr. C.J. Cox. He uh, said some pretty cool things to me, and uh, apparently he noticed my video about oh Smokey. And uh, he's like, another one has walked away from the Smokey cult. <laughs> oh, I've been trying so hard for the last couple of years to find a nice, decent Christian community to hang out with. It's difficult. There's so many people who have their own little factions and cliques on the internet. <sighs> this, uh, you don't know what you're going to get yourself into. You got to watch out, people. Doesn't matter if some actually claim to be Christian or not. There's the Bible teaches that there's a lot of false teachers, false prophets, people who claim to be of God, but they are not. And then they try to bite you when you're not looking or, you know, close you in in the darkness. That's the reason why the Bible tells you to watch out who you're hanging out with, because there's some very, very evil, terrible type of people. And if uh, Candace manages to get in here, she's going to tell you about some of her experiences. What's this? Has she fixed her technology? What's going on there, Candace? Got to unmute your Sorry, mic. Um, I think it was because the over overload. So that um, um, because when I first because um, previously I I was here, but I could not hear you. So um, but later I try to reload. 
and and the internet wouldn't connect. Sorry All about right, that. fair enough, fair enough, dear. Do you uh, are you going to be getting on camera so you can talk about your experiences? It's kind of an interview like thing. When I do interviews, I usually like it if somebody's on a camera. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Um, okay, so let me um, adjust a little bit. Um, can Dress. You... Oh, okay, great. All right, let me put you over here. No, I don't want to be on the big screen. Can we like be like of equal um, size of avatar? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's sure. much better. You like that? How come you don't like the big screen? Is it scary? No, I'm just a little bit self-conscious. <laughs> Why? You seem can, like a very beautiful... Be you seem like a beautiful person. Why would you be self-conscious for? Well, being beautiful doesn't necessarily equal not being self-conscious, though. <laughs> can Can I switch to the right? I'm I'm more used to being at, uh, by the right. Oh my goodness, you're so picky. <laughs> so picky. Okay, <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All you know, right. Because your afterlife simulation can blocks um, some part of my my avatar <laughs> so <laughs> yeah fair enough well your background looks pretty cool what's going on back there are you painting something no it was um you mean you mean the tur um th this color is called tur 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 turquoise right well but, it's um, it's nice it looks good i wish i had a cool background like that my wallpaper is absolutely terrible oh cool and yeah and and it actually matches my my comforter color so yeah i'm actually sitting on my on my bed now so yeah it's all good so you got in contact with me over on facebook i don't know if you joined my facebook group yet where you can make a lot of friends uh have you um no basically just made facebook just because i want to connect with my friends and family but Later, it's sort of become like I'm just um, using it to evangelize. And so, like, I um, and I haven't heard about you until I um, joined the recent, like, this StreamYard Christian um, community. And, um, and be before that, I basically was more into um, researching on um, deliverance ministries and just different more more like an independent um, um, YouTube ministries instead of um, fellowship as such like now you're so, yeah. you're from Taiwan is Christianity pretty strong there or does it seem like it's uh, mild how would you describe it um so there's only less than five percent of Christian groups in Taiwan and so it's not pretty it's not a lot of people it's not it's not a lot of christians and um um people don't necessarily take their spiritual lives as much as how americans take um your spiritual lives um you know as something that is really um important or you know um it's not really like religions aren't really something that people look look um look look into it's not really something that people prioritize in their in in our lives. So yeah, definitely, it's not a big population. Not not a big percentage of population. Yeah. Well, if you don't mind me asking, what uh, what got you into Christianity? Being that you live in a country where it's it's kind of small and mild. 
Um, so this had to do with my personal testimonial. So I feel like um, I wouldn't be searching for religion had I not, I mean, had I not had any issues in life, I, I honestly wouldn't feel the urge to have to find some sort of um, spiritual um, depending. Um, like, um, I, I, I wouldn't feel like I need to find any religion. Um, but, um, so I was struggling with like, um, some emotional, um, issues. And so that really prompted me to look within and find something beyond just what, what, what we, what, what, what we see. And yeah. So the short answer basically was I was trying to find inner healings and doing some soul searching. That's fair enough. Is there any uh, other religions that seem popular or at least alongside Christianity where you're from? Um, yes. So most Taiwanese people do like um, Chinese ancestral worship and um, mixing with Buddhism and um, Taoism. But that really um, are um, practices that are just a part of our, um, more like a tradition instead of, instead of like any, well, like I guess you can call it a religion as well, but it's more like, it is just like we just abide by those um, traditions just because it's passed down to us. So, yeah. That's fair enough. How did you, if you don't mind me asking, how did you get so good at English? Well, um, it, it was because that was my job. So I taught English. I have been teaching English for about eight years now. And so that was my job, and I have always been really interested in learning different languages. So I do, I did also learn Korean, Japanese, and Thai, but none, none of those languages I was, I'm actually fluent in. I'm the only fluent in Chinese Mandarin and English. Yeah. Can you do me a favor? Would you be able to say, Brett Keen is awesome. I love God TV radio show in one of those languages. Okay, so I'll, I'll do it in Chinese. Brett, Brett, T, uh, Brett King, 超级棒,我爱 God TV um, radio. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That sounds really, really cool. And that's it word for weird. word, right? Yeah, it's character by character, but it sounds awkward and weird when I say that in Chinese. Like, it's, <laughs> yeah. So my name would remain English sounding in Chinese. Um, if you want to like translate your name, I can translate your name as well. But basically, I just basically use the characters that sound like Brett King to translate your name into Chinese characters. So maybe Brett would be Bu uh, Lai De, and maybe King King would be Ken En. So it is just you know using some sim uh, characters with similar pronunciation. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. All right, so I guess we'll get a little bit into this. You uh, you had said that you were once a part of Mormonism, right? 
Yes, I was. So, yeah, I was part of the LDS church. And, um, but later I have discovered the very um, evil and dark side of this church. And um, I had some very bad and abusive experiences within this church. And, um, but um, like compared to other um, YouTuber that I have discovered, my experience really wasn't, wasn't the worst. But still, like, I feel it's a good testimony um, to put out for people to know that a Masonically influenced church or churches that are um, um, preaching with false doctrine can act and with creepy rituals can actually influence a person's spiritual health. If you don't mind, can you describe a typical day of going to the Mormon church and doing a, a part of their gig? Just a typical, and then we'll get into the more darker, freakier stuff. Okay, so um, firstly, I think, uh, um, if I'm not mistaken, because it's, it's been a long time, but um, there's the Mormon chapel and the Mormon temple. And so you're not allowed, if you're not baptized into the Mormon church and you haven't reached a certain, if I'm not mistaken, it's a few months after you get baptized, um, you can't go, you, you can't enter into the Mormon temple. You are basically an out, out outsider and you can only go to the chapel. And so that's, that's different from other evangelical churches because I suppose other evangelical churches we go to uh, um, whether it's Presbyterian Church uh, Pentecostal or Baptist churches in 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 the US don't re, re, um, don't set up such barrier um, don't have any sort of um, temples within their churches they open their doors and welcome everybody to come into their churches and some some of them even give homeless people food and stuff. And so, well, not to say that Mormon people don't, but, um, so when you, um, after you get baptized, um, so for like, take, take, um, I, I'm just going to tell you my personal experience. So we, uh, like, I had to have a few classes with the Mormon missionaries about the word of wisdom which is you're not supposed to drink tea, you're not supposed to drink coffee, you're not supposed to have sex outside of marriage, and basically get familiarized with the word of wisdom. And then um, the Mormon missionaries would also familiarize you with the um, with the Mormon with the book of with the book of Mormon and how how the basic church doctrines go. And then you had a baptism interview. If you had those classes and you agree with what they said, you will had an interview with a Mormon missionary. And in my case, I had an interview with a guy, with a Mormon guy missionary. And so he basically asked you, so do you believe Jesus as the son of God? Do you believe that because of Jesus, you can, um, Jesus had atoned for your sins? Um, if, if, um, you might have to Google the specific questions because I don't, remember everything, but basically just to do a few checklists. Do you agree that the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints is the rep is is the only true church? So they didn't call they didn't call it the 
coded it remnant church because I didn't remember I heard the heard the term. I only remember hearing, oh, so do you um do you agree that the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints is the only true church? And do you believe Joseph Smith is a prophet? And so basically, if you agree with those baptism questions, you you would get baptized in the Mormon tub. It took it took the missionary that got uh, that baptized me three times to baptize to baptize to baptize me to baptize me because I soaked into the water. Well, well, when I was baptized in the evangelical church, my the the fellow brothers baptized me, and I got baptized fully soaked soaked into the water, right, um, like fully fully um, being soaked into water. There was very smooth, no issue at all. But when I was in the Mormon church, things just weren't smooth. So that's what I learned later on. It was um, when when you enter into a co congregation or a church or just any any places, even any any um, places, and that has nothing to do with religions. If something tells some something tells you no, if you have some um, if you have some boo-boo, then chances are that God wants you to get the heck out of that place. But um, yeah, so that's most of the time that that was, that that work in my case. Um, sorry, like I, I think I talked a lot of extra stuff. So um, did I answer your question? It did. I have a few more questions as we're digging deep into the darkness of Mormonism, if you don't mind. Go ahead. Okay, is it true that they believe that uh, there are, like, uh, humans can become, like, gods of their own worlds? Um, yes. So, the, so Mormon people believe that um, after you die as a Church of, uh, as a church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, remember, you'll become a progressive spiritual being, and basically... As a as a woman, you can have your after you die, you can marry your um 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 so so you can if I'm not mistaken reunite with your um, spouse in heaven and create more spiritual offsprings or you can also marry another spiritual spouse. But basically, the main gist is just that you will become a progressive spiritual being and produce endless progression. Progressive spiritual beings, <laughs> and yeah, so that's very different from most of what evangelical Christians believe, which is after we die, we go to God. And uh, some people believe that you go to heaven. Some people believe that uh, some evangelical Christian believe that you will be in Sheol, which is the underworld, and you will wait for the judgment day to decide whether you get to be in the new heaven, new earth, get resurrected, be there, or you'll be cast into the hellfire and brimstone. So it's very, very different, actually. And, and with my experience, I would have to say that some of the missionaries that being so young, um, like I, I, I challenged some of them with this question. And not everybody seems to be so familiarized with all that Mormon doctrines have to offer. But the hardcore ones definitely can answer you. So, yeah, did I answer your um, question? What happens if a person is married and they end up dying, being that they become like a god or some kind of divine entity, how do they manage to share, do they share a planet or does the wife get her own planet? And then, I mean, obviously there's got to be something or do you not get to hang out with your loved ones once you're dead? 
they believe that you will be reunited with your love loved ones. They value families very much, which I believe that's the main reason that they can win so many American people's hearts because there are many liberal people in the U.S. now, so people don't value families as you guys used to in the 80s or 70s, if I'm not mistaken, your culture. And so they, if you go to their website, their website would say um, family first. And um, they would, they idolize, um, you know, um, like their families being able to be um, reuniting, uh, being able to be reunited eternally. And so, yeah, that's what Mormon believe. Mormon believe that families are for, 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 forever. You have to excuse, excuse my, my, my stuttering. You're doing great. Um, I'm doing great. Yeah. I mean, Moses also stuttered, I guess. Well, well, <laughs> well, anyway, like, yeah. So basically um, they believe that families are forever. And so as for the planet thing, well, I, I can't really say, I, I, I believe that you can live on your own planet. So considering how many millions of Mormons are in the world, I suppose, because it's been a while since I left the church. So, you know, you, you might have, I might have to refresh myself with that. But um, I suppose everyone can have his or her individual planet. But um, what I can tell you is that they do believe that Jesus and um, Jesus and Satan are brothers. And they have meetings with other gods, and they had a meeting, and they they um, decide that Jesus' um, salvation plan for the earth is 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 the best out of all all other gods. So they sent Jesus into this world. Did you see the twisting part of that? So first of all, Jesus and Satan are not brothers. Secondly, they did not have it. They already are lowering Jesus by saying that. Satan is Jesus' brother by saying that other gods decide that Jesus is to be coming to this world. This is called mockery. And because it was the it was Heavenly Father who pity us, so decided to somewhat form some soil out of um, uh, um from the ground, mixing with um um Mary's um, um uterus, and then incarnate his spirit into this this flesh and become this God incarnated into his son, only son, Jesus Christ. So while you're saying that Satan is Jesus' brother, like, so here's, so, you know, well, I feel like I should save the dessert and the meat for later, but it's just like getting me agitated. But I feel like, did you see how evil that is? Mormon people cannot see that. They love their churches. What are you talking about, Candace? Um, okay, sorry, Brett. I'll I'll probably let let you say for a second. No, it's, really it's, yeah. it's fine. I um I hope this doesn't offend anybody by pointing out this logic, though. For those out there who believe that Jesus is a separate entity than God, it seems like it would make sense that there would be sons and daughters. However, if Jesus is God, the Trinitarians or Oneist believers or whoever Unitarians believe that they are one and the same thing, wouldn't that mean necessarily that God, being the Father and creator of all things, including the devil, that would make him the father of Satan, right? Logically? Yeah, that, that's why Mormons do not believe in the Trinitarian view, do not even believe in oneness. They believe that God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit are three separate things. And, and, but even if it's that, Jesus is not Satan's brother. Like, 
Satan is supposed to be always in the fallen, the concept of a fallen being, of a fallen angel, of an angel that that refused to obey God. So even if you don't believe in the Trinity, so that doesn't make your false doctrine being justified because Jesus is just not. Even if you don't believe, okay, even if you believe that Jesus and God the Father are separate things, well, then you're supposed to believe that He's still the Son of God, right? So you believe that. Even if you believe it's this, they're a separate thing, okay, then you believe here's the father, here's the son. Where does Satan come, um, come, come, come into play? I feel, you know, more people they cannot see how mind control they are, and um, so yeah, so that's why they they so firmly believe in whatever. Re- Ridiculous! How, however, how, however weird their 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 doctrines are, and so yeah, basically, I came to realize the this deceptiveness because of this program called the Heart of the Matter, hosted by Sean McCraney, and also he invited a person named Josh on his show. I actually emailed him and saying that I want to be on his show, and I said that I want to fly there and be on his show, but. I told him about my story, and maybe he just felt like it wasn't that much, that big enough to be presented on a TV show. But yeah, but um, but but um, I I hope I answered your question, though. Yeah, I hear you. Not to spend too much time on this, and I hope it doesn't bother you in any way. But if uh, if Jesus is a separate entity than God, then that would make Jesus the Son of God, a child of God. And then if Satan is also a created figure of God, God refers in the Bible as his creations, as his children. We're even referred to as his children. So wouldn't that necessarily mean that they would kind of be brothers? I'm not defending Mormons whatsoever. I never have any interest in being a Mormon. Just saying, I can see the logic. Well, no, because Satan is the an, is an, an, an angel not like not a human being like Jesus Christ was and plus we are adopted through Jesus Christ so we're the adoptive sons and daughters of children of God we're not by blood uh, i mean um, we're by Jesus blood um his daughters and sons so we're not the you, you know Jesus is the only son is the only blood son i mean co- considering that his he uh, heavenly father in, incarnated his spirit into Jesus Christ so we're adopted through we're adopted. We're not by blood. His his children. Doesn't the Mormon religion teach that both Jesus as well as Satan were entities that pre-existed before flesh? Yeah, that's what Mormons teach. So that's why they believe that they had a meeting prior to coming to the world. All right. What do you know about this pre-existence? It seems I've seen some cartoons out there that are very unusual of where it looks like the gods are having conversations and all this. What's that all about? So, um, yeah, so there's a, I believe there's a a Mormon cartoon talking about how Mormon, Mormon, is about I actually made it a made a sort of like a um, um, like I actually made a mockery or um, well it's it's a, let, let, I actually made a um, mockery out of that Mormon car, car, cartoon 
And so, yeah, just as what I previously said, Mormon believe that Jesus and other gods, including Satan, had a meeting and they and they decided that Jesus' plan for um, Jesus' sense of mor morality and value out, out, outdid other gods. So Jesus got to be, to be in this world and teach his truth. And, and so, um, yeah, so um, basically that's what Mormon people believe. And that's what they call the salvation plan. Yeah. We got somebody that just came into the room. Let me see what this person's up to. Hello, how are you, Jimmy Rizzo? Yeah, I'm doing okay, thank you. And how are you? Doing pretty good. We're having a conversation about Mormonism. Is that something you're interested in? Yeah, it is really, because I would like to know why you're sort of robber. All right, he sounds like he's just going to be a, tr a troublemaker, so let's get rid of that nonsense. Go away. We're here to talk about Mormonism, not you. All right, <laughs> folks, I don't know if you realize yeah. this. This is about Candace. This is Candace's time. People can come in if they're interested in talking about what Candace wants to talk about. Is that cool yeah. with you? This is Candace Corner, right? Yeah, he actually sounded like a hillbilly. <laughs> he probably was. I'm a. I'm what you call a master level hillbilly myself. <laughs> Do you have a, oh, wow, cool. Do you have a lot of guns? No, I actually I don't. Oh, it looks like oh, we've got a uh, John in here. John, can you do me a favor? Hey, what's going on, Papa Bear? What's happening? We're talking to Candace about Mormonism and all that, and uh, she's a real, real sweet person. She's been filling me in on a lot of interesting things about culture and the religion and all that, and why she walked away from it. John, while I'm using the uh, the little boy's room, can you uh, talk to her for a moment? You two take over my broadcast. Can you do that for me? Yeah, you're, you're, you're going to drop TJ off at the pool. That's all right. Take well, try to be nice. Try to be nice and proper. She is a sweet right. person. She ain't used to Oh, yeah. She's so sweet weirdness. and innocent. Yeah. Yeah. If, yeah. It's, a, right. it's, a big, it's a big giant crush right in my nose, man. It's like I'm picking the crush with my nose on the camera. Look at this. <laughs> Wait. So little boys. I got, a, I got an itch. There you go. Oh, there you go, Brett. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? No, he was saying he was using the little boys' room. So did, did that mean toilet? That yeah, that's a euphemism here in America for toilet. <laughs> Taking a pee. He's gonna take a piss. Oh okay. Oh, so okay, cool. um, so how's your night going? Why you're all dressed so, up like you're looking like you're ready for an interview for a job or something? No, because I was actually working. <laughs> so, but um, yeah, but I basically because I'm working from home now, so it's easier for me to like deal with stuff. So I just um, took care of some work stuff, and I came and joined the interview. But then internet got some issues, so then yeah, but yeah, but I'm here doing the interview. It's early eleven forty six a.m. here, and yeah, Thursday here, and um, yeah. So that but means I hope, like, in the future. Yeah. You see, you're saying it's Thursday already. It's only Wednesday for me, so you're in the future. Yeah, I'm in the future. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So how? So everything's going well. How's the interview so far? The interview was was great. Um, yeah. Um, um, so he asked me a lot of questions, but I, honestly, I, I'm I'm I was worried that I was not gonna uh, um, um, answer well, um, or you know, because of because. 
still like even though i do speak english i i, I some, sometimes I, I find it hard to understand certain slangs so i still I, I, in the beginning i was a little worried but then brett was really nice really kind and was waiting for me to fix my internet problem and basically uh yeah doing like everything went pretty smoothly do you think that uh, he asked you decent questions how was the questions he asked you um actually he asked some really inappropriate question what what did you find <laughs> uh, uh, you broke it? uh no, is there, it, it was there a question that you did brett uh, brought up that you wish you that he didn't or everything's all right or everything should everything went no yeah everything went everything went went, went pretty well yeah i i feel kind of bad that that my that my um internet got got some issue in the um beginning i feel like i i um i, I feel like i i did not make make it on time but then brett was really nice and was um willing to wait for me and stuff and didn't push me um because we have been talking about doing the interview since yesterday a few hours ago but he did not push me until i said i was ready but then i said i was ready but then the internet got some issues so so far so good and how about yourself i had a nice day at work today it was not too bad work was fun uh, you know, it is what it is. You got, I got, uh, it was, a, it went pretty smooth for the most of the time, but there was one little nasty customer that gave me a little hard time. But other than that, it was pretty good. So when, so when your customer is giving you like slurs and like calling you names, like, are, um, are you like, w like, um, because as, as a, you know, working per per person, you are supposed to swallow swallow them and yeah you're supposed to hold um, your tongue hold your tongue you mean yeah well what i do is i cancel their order i say sir you can go to a different place i i i i tell them straight up like there's a cart like where i am most of the day it's it's no cards no no cash only credit cards so a lot of people come with cash and they, they get they get upset and they start ranting and raving well i'll tell them you know what have a nice life i go somewhere else i don't want to i don't want you on my register and that's that's how i handle it and they go talk to a manager and the manager takes my side and that's it you know they don't if they get that would, nasty, that would be a really oh i would be a really nice customer in in your station i never use cash i always use card oh <laughs> you would be all there you go you're, yeah, you're, you're, I'll, well, I'll you're like nice. i said you're in the future yeah and because of you know co because of now like people got like COVID and stuff. So like, I'm thinking like, it's better for me to not to have to touch, you know, those caches out from, um, 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 what's that ATM. And so, yeah, so that, that's why I, I, I never, I never go to ATM now. I just use my car uh, unless I need to go to like mom and pops grocery shop, which I don't normally go. Well here. Yeah. We, we have some Indian mom and pops, um, 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 shops. Um, yeah, but I try to just, um, use cards all the way. and. Yeah. That's very good. Very good. Well, I'm glad that everything's going well with Brett and I'm glad you're having a wonderful day at work and I'm glad everything's going good. Um, yeah. Yeah. Any, anything to say? Is Are there anything that you wish Brett brought up? Was there something that you wish he asked that he didn't? Um, I was kind of hoping that he can ask some more um, like um questions when it comes to um basically just my experience with being in the mormon church yeah he basically covered all the questions that 
um, that that an that an interviewer would ask when it comes to uh, uh, when it comes to interviewing other people's experiences. Yeah, I think Brett did a very good job, and I actually really like Brett. And um, yeah. Very good, very good. Yeah, Brett does good interviews. He asks his good questions, right? You can't I'm, complain. I am back, by the way. Did you miss me? You guys were talking all night nice oh, about yeah. me, right? <laughs> Let me take that Be Right Back stuff off. All right, so you ready for some more bizarre, unusual questions? Um. Yeah, sure. All yeah, right. Go ahead. It isn't an issue, is it? Well, unless you're, you're asking about my sexual life. <laughs> no, no, none of that kind of, none of that kind of stuff. Um, okay. Is it true that the Mormon religion, they believe that if you don't reach a certain level um, spiritually, that you'll be genderless in the afterlife? I don't think so. I, I think they believe that you like as a as a Mormon female, you will be you will end up being a Mormon female after you perish. So that's why you get to marry your spiritual husband and produce more babies. So if there is such concept, at least I'm not I'm not familiar with that. So you're you're saying that in the heavenly realm you can actually have children. Are they spiritual children or do you get a physical body? No, they are spiritual children. So spirits, they can manifest themselves physically and be able to have uh, babies and stuff. Well, I don't know how that comes into play. How a spiritual being can have sex and have more ch children, but they don't believe that they have physical bodies after they... Well, wait a second. Do, or, or do they believe they were given physical body? Because like I said, I was already plagued by the heavy evil I felt. So I didn't really dig deeper. But basically, whether they were given, whether they believe they were given a physical body or not, they just believe that they can produce offspring with their spiritual spouse after they perish. That's odd. If I've always seen spirits and souls as kind of eternal entities. It seems like if you're an eternal entity, you don't age. So why would a child go through the growing process that's weird exactly exactly and and yeah and um yeah and but you know if, yeah even just this afterlife alone and the pre-existent story of of mormon and, and and the meeting that jesus had with satan already told you something about this this group being somewhat of a weird uh, um christian like so-called we're a cult, uh, you, know, you know, they call themselves Christians, but they're, they are mixing truth, which is the Holy Bible, which they deem as lower than the Book of Mormon, with a bunch of lies. And, you know, that's why I do not agree with that guy, Joel, Joel Sting, because he was, when he was interviewed, he was, he was saying that Mormon people are brothers too. Well, I agree that we need to love other people that have different beliefs, but they're not true brothers and sisters because of the of the um of their beliefs and they have been greatly deceived all right my next question is this is it true that girls can only have one piercing per ear and men aren't allowed to have any um as far as piercing goes um I'm not super familiar with whether Mormon people can only get one piercing 
per year. But I do know, I, I do heard about some rebellious women people still getting piercings. But I think if you look that up, that's probably if if I'm not mistaken, that could be the case. Um, and most Mormon missionaries, I met most sister missionary only had ear piercing as far as I saw or as far as they told me. So I'm so sorry. You might have to check that or Google that. But um, even if they could get piercing, they can they can get really over the, um, you know, nose ring or piercing that are just out of you know, any piercing outside from ears, if I'm not mistaken. In the Mormon religion, are you forced to fast at any time? They do stress the importance of fasting, which I found it actually, which this is the only part I like about the Mormon church, because in my previous evangelical church, which was the Living Street Ministry, we didn't fast. And yeah, I feel like as a children of God, as somebody who wants to build a deeper relationship with Jesus Christ, you are supposed to be fasting from time to time. Um, as far as these, as far as how often you should fast, this is between you and God. But Mormon people do actually, I believe I'm not mistaken, once every month or every two weeks. Uh, sorry, like like I previously said, I, I left a, a, a while and I really didn't want to um, like, cause that's, I, I was feeling a lot of heavy evil from, from the church, but they do fast and they would skip two meals. And so they do that on, on their, on, on, um, on the Sabbath, which is, which is Sunday because they, because they do it on, on Sunday. So they would either not have breakfast and lunch or not have lunch and dinner. So we, you just, you can choose two meals that you want to skip, but basically they're doing that. I believe once every three weeks, if, I, if I'm not mistaken. All right, my next question is, is there a dress code for females and males a part of the Mormon church? Yes, there are. Um, so there's the secret underwear, which I've never got to, gotten to wear because I fled the church just um, right after I, got um, after, well, after I got baptized. I never got to actually wear the secret, white-looking secret underwear. Um, so you're supposed to wear a secret underwear to prove that you are worthy and clean, or at least that's a part of your work worthiness where your worthiness come from and for 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 sister missionaries uh, um for for a good mormon um sister you're supposed to wear long long dress or long skirt that um over your knees or even like almost by your calf and i've never seen any sister missionary wore pants so i i um but then you know uh, oh, also, I've never seen any sister that have gotten baptized in the Mormon church wear pants when, when it comes to Sunday school. And so, yeah, there's the dress code for them. And um, for guys, just um, for missionaries, just suit. Um, for church attendees, it's suit. And um, you just basically need to look clean cut. You need to be, the, be this emotionally con con control clean-cut looking, white, good presentation type of middle-class, middle-class Utah. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know. So, um, yeah, basically there's dress code, which is dress appropriately, dress well, be like a woman, be like a, be, be like a man. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. A couple more questions and then we'll move along. I appreciate you pointing out all these things for me. 
Um, do you, each member must visit other members once a month and deliver teachings for men? These are called home teachings for women. They are visiting teachings. Why the difference? So there's the relief society, which is sort of like the women group in the Mormon church. And I'm so sorry, Brett, like I probably wouldn't know the clear differences between the two, but basically men, brothers do brother stuff. Women do women stuff. So in the relief, relief society, they would have different classes such as sewing, such as, um, you know, like even, you know, do you know this essential oil brand called doTERRA? So it's from Utah, just like how um, a lot of direct sales selling companies are like Amway, like New Skin. They're all Mormon. They're all started by Mormons. And so basically they would, they, they would teach you how to make handmade soap, handmade bags, how to be a good wifey, how to be a good mom. So for guys, I'm not a guy. So I would never in any type of a guy meeting. So even if I knew what, what the difference was, I already forgot. So I'm so sorry I didn't research well on that part to answer your question, Brett. Oh, it's all good. I understand that in a lot of different theologies and religions, there's a lot of things and everybody has their own walk and levels. So it's cool. I got a weird question for you. Um, according to what I did some research before doing the interview and all this, I'm not sure what's true or what's not. That's why I'm asking you. But I live in Missouri. And according to some of the rumors I have heard about Mormonism, the Garden of Eden supposedly existed in Missouri. Is that true? Even if that was true, I've never heard about it. I only knew this history of Joseph Smith. So that could be true because Mormon has some weird stuff going. So if that's what you found on the internet, that's probably what they believe. But like I said, only the very hardcore ones know about all know, know about all, all these stuff. So if, if you found that on the internet, chances are that's probably true. It, the reason why it kind of is weird for me is I believe that, uh, at least on science, they claim that humanity originated from, like, African areas and all that and then spread out. Um, obviously, America wasn't uh, came together until much later whenever people crossed the Bering Strait and all this. So it's weird for me. I live in the state that they claim the Garden of Eden is. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and um, yeah, so yeah, because Mormon people make some weird stuff, and they claim that Joseph Smith saw Heavenly Father and the angel Moroni, or or was it Jesus Christ? Um, so um, you see, I'm a bad, I was a bad Mormon. So <laughs> honestly, like, <laughs> but um, so basically, they would, they would, they so they claim that um, um, a lot of um, like Joseph Smith was, uh, um, um, so God basically manifested to Joseph Smith. But then I was always thinking like, so Mormon people have never thought that Joseph Smith could have seen demons. So yeah, so you know, if if you were to tell me that they believe Mi the Missouri was the place where the Garden of Eden was, that's probably how how ab ab absurd their beliefs were because they also believe that a bunch of animals that existed in, existed in the Book of Mormon actually was were in the history. While whereas a uh, while when you look up this YouTube video called Fifty Facts About Mormon, you will find that none of those animals mentioned in the Book of Mormon actually existed in the in the in the um, in the American continent. And so I would say Mormon Mormonism is a belief 
mixing with the mix uh, um that claim that they base from the holy bible but actually is a practice of masonry mixing with um white supremacy thinking and um um and a lot of um self joseph smith self pro 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 projecting where observed ideas he could be really really eager to um it could be that he was really eager to find the truth and somewhat he got you know some you know he ended up summoning some demons he 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 ended up like i, I don't know how how that happened to him. he ended up seeing some demons that could happen you know um or you know he could be he could even be daydreaming i know i know i could be really um like um bold and out out um being really out outspoken that's like one of the biggest traits that get me the most hatred and get me the most likes <laughs> so um yeah but that's how absurd mormon beliefs are so do they believe that uh the reason why there are black people is because they were cursed by god so they believe that white people are some some are um like Delightson, and uh, so they believe there's a Levite, and there, there's a. I'm so sorry, I, I I could not thought of the term. It, it was in my YouTube channel. I I made a. So let me send you that video that I made. Um, um, I'm from the Mormon cart cartoon that I watch. So I basically compare the book of the the Mormon belief, um, with the with the with what with what the Holy Scripture said. And so they so so the Book of Mormon talk about this talk about uh, Levites and it, is it uh, sorry I I I could not suddenly I could not thought thought of the name but basically yeah they believe that black black um, African group African American African group are sort of like the the lesser group and so I will I will send you that video uh, my channel is rather rather small and rather personal. But I will send I will send you that video that I made about debunking Mormonism, and so you can take a look or or you can have it play on the on the screen if you want. But um, you want me yeah. to play it on the screen for you? You can play it. You you can play it on the on the on the screen. Yes. Okay. Well, just give me the link. Let me see. Do you got the link over here? All right. Yeah. So it's in the front. Yeah. So um yeah okay sorry. All right, let me see what we got here. Okay, looks like I'm going to have to open this up like this. All right. Let me turn off my cam so people can focus on the freaking um, YouTube video. Okay. Let me get this bad boy going. Uh. There we go. Click the audio. Let me know if you'll be able to hear it. No, no, I'm not able to hear the audio. They say that long ago. Were you able to hear that audio whenever I 
uh, click the volume yep. button. Yep. Okay. Let me get my mic and get this going. Mormonism teaches that trillions of planets scattered throughout the cosmos are ruled by countless gods who once were human like us. They say that long ago on one of these planets, to an unidentified god and one of his goddess wives, a spirit child named Elohim was conceived. This spirit child was later born to human parents who gave him a physical body. to Mormon teaching and death and resurrection, he proved himself worthy and was elevated to godhood as his father before him. Mormons believe that Elohim is their heavenly father and that he lives with his many goddess wives on a planet near a mysterious star called Korah. Here, the god of Mormonism and his wives, through endless celestial sex, produced billions of spirit children. <laughs> to decide their destiny, the head of the Mormon gods called a great heavenly council meeting. Both of Elohim's eldest sons were there, Lucifer and his brother Jesus. You uh, you do realize in the Bible, Satan is referred to as the god of this world, right? He was the god of this world because he was fallen from heaven as a fallen angelic being. Right. You have, issue with him. you have issue with him being uh, perceived as a god in pre-existence, right? No, I don't believe he was a god pre pre-existing i believe he was an angel before he was the god of of this world um sorry i might have to take a call okay you want me to continue to play the video yeah please okay a plan was presented to build planet earth where the spirit children would be sent to take on mortal bodies and learn good from evil. Lucifer stood and made his bid for becoming savior of this new world. Wanting the glory for himself, he planned to force everyone to become gods. Opposing the idea, the Mormon Jesus suggested giving man his freedom of choice, as on other planets. 
The vote that followed approved the proposal of the Mormon Jesus, who would become savior of the planet Earth. Enraged, Lucifer cunningly convinced one-third of the spirits destined for Earth to fight with him in revolt. Thus, Lucifer became the devil and his followers the demons. Sent to this world, they would forever be denied bodies of flesh and bone. Those who remained neutral in the battle were cursed to be born with black skin. This is the Mormon explanation for the Negro race. The spirits that fought most valiantly against Lucifer would be born into Mormon families on planet Earth. These would be the lighter-skinned people, or white and delightsome, as the Book of Mormon describes them. Well, that was unusual. Goodness gracious. I can see why some people may argue that there's a bit of racism in the Mormon religion for that. They're basically saying the reason why a certain race has a certain color is because of uh, they disobeyed God and now they're marked for all this time. Oof, that's rough. All right, are you back with me there, Heaven Rules All? I, According to private chat, let me take a look. Oops, so she'll be back in just a moment. Well, how's everybody doing out there this fine evening? It's almost going to be morning here soon. Maybe I should say fine night. Oh, looks like I got some comments on some of my latest material. Okay. Let's see what we got. Oh, sounds like somebody's in. Hey, Beckel, just waiting on uh, Heaven Rules All. Did you hear the interesting Mormon claim from the cartoon? Beckel, is your voice working? Hello, hello. Can you hear me now? Yeah, did you see our Mormon cartoon earlier? We were doing a Mormon talk, and... Got to find out some new things about the Mormons I didn't realize. <laughs> yeah, that's uh yeah, that's an old, old cartoon that's been circulating the internet for 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 ages. And uh yeah. I I've seen that video before and that and, and I also know uh about the the issues uh with uh with black people. Of course, uh they changed that doctrine, I think back in the early sixties, so so they it, it's still something that uh, that's taught, I guess, but not something that's. I, I, well, actually, I don't know if they still teach it or not, but 
it hasn't been abrogated. Let me just put it that way. I don't think it's been abrogated. I don't think it's been done done away with. Um, but they obviously don't enforce it because they now have uh, black elders going door to door and approaching people in the street. So, well, this is kind of odd because I was watching this mysterious cartoon. And I didn't notice any black gods amongst all those gods up there. And I don't feel like the celestial body is very diverse. What do you think about <laughs> that? Right, right. Yeah, it's all part of the wishful thinking. And that represents the uh, the Mormon doctrine, I guess. So, yeah, yeah. Why do you think such a silly idea has come forth? I mean, how does someone sit down and make a cartoon and say, oh, there was all these gods, and then they got mad at a group of people and decided, oh, we're going to do this to them and all that. And why black? Why not green or polka dots or something? What's the deal with that? Well, outside of sin, uh, I, I don't know what it would be. Um, I would say... But what that what the Mormons taught back then is really no different than what some of the black Hebrew Israelites are teaching. Some of them would teach the same exact thing, except in the reverse. You know, they'll say that uh, when Cain uh, committed a sin, you know, he was cursed with uh, white skin. <laughs> uh, and I've and I've also heard somewhere that the Mormons actually had that same belief too that uh, the mark of Cain was people being born with black skin. You know, so, and that's the common denominator. I think that's one of God's ways, uh, humorous ways of exposing the her, the heresies that lie within uh, Mormonism and the Black Hebrew Israelites, for example. How they hold to the same exact, uh, similar doctrines, but, you know, in reverse. It's kind of obvious. Where do people come up with this? Uh, I've When I read the Bible, it says they take upon a mark doesn't say the whole body is going to be engulfed or embodied in some kind of skin color. Who comes up with this shit? Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> just, you know, people who are engulfed by the devil and his ways, you know, they don't care about truth. So that's, that's so that's, odd. Yeah. Ugh. You know, it's just, you know, mankind has this natural... Uh, tendency to be uh, revered in some way, respected, adored, loved. And uh, you kind of see that with a lot of the false doctrines that are out there now. They want to, uh, you know, they, they push this salvation by works doctrine so much that, you know, do this, do that, so that you feel like you have earned God's grace, you know. And, uh, they may say that they're doing this for you know to to earn, to get God's love from them, but I think if you really dig deep into some of these people that adhere to these false doctrines, it's ultimately for their own glory. That's ultimately what it is, and that's especially made evident with cults like the Black Hebrew Israelites. Those people, it's insane. I mean, and it's obvious with them. And one of the biggest evidences of that would be the fact that you have videos that are on the internet where you have black Hebrew Israelites uh, taunting white people to bow down and kiss their, their boots. And on a couple of occasions, you actually can see this for yourself on the internet. We actually do see some white people doing that. 
And uh, those are one of the videos that really get my blood boiling. Oh, man. Well, that is rough. I've uh, I've had Mormons from time to time. Mormons are real big where I'm from. And we get uh, we get knocks on the doors. And uh, I remember sitting down with these folks, and they were telling me that if I die, I get my own planet and all that. And I said, you know, I always thought it was really cool about the idea of getting my own planet. But I think after about a week, it would kind of lose its interest walking around all by myself from my own planet. And well, you get to populate it, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. You get to have spirit babies and all that with the Mormon religion. That's true. But doesn't that take a while? How long does it take for a spirit baby to grow? Does it age the same as a physical child? I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea what planet Caleb is like. <laughs> if you're an eternal being, though, how can you actually have a baby that will develop inside of the womb if it's a, a part of the eternal entity genetically. You, you got me, man. I haven't studied uh, Mormonism uh, thoroughly. So, but that definitely be one of the main questions I would ask uh, the next time I get an opportunity to talk to a Mormon. I hear you. How does it work? <laughs> and how do you get the planet? Is that like a lottery system or something? Could you end up on one with cactuses and mostly desert or <laughs> type one? Or is or do they all like look similar to Earth and you just happen to get planted in the nice one? Huh. I I don't know. I don't. I think maybe they're. Yeah, that's a good question too. Like, are they are these pre made planets like ready for you to take? Uh, you could pick and choose which ones you want, or do you just make one of your make one from scratch? I I, I don't I don't know. Kind of feels <laughs> it's like a very good questions. <laughs> kind of feels like the Superman movie. We're looking for a planet to terraform and all that. Right, right, exactly. You know, and uh, do they also make black people on these other planets? <laughs> 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 see, see, here you go, Josh. You can make your own planet. All right. Uh, 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 no, no, no. Don't make any dark skin people. Oh. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. Well, I noticed in the uh, video, the Mormons and all that, it seems like the uh, only white people who are worth saving are the ones with blonde hair and blue eyes. And I got the blue eyes, but I'm missing the blonde hair. So looks like uh, I don't get to be an entity in Kolob or whatever planet that was. It's it's so uh, immature. It, it just that, that, that part of the Mormon theology just sounds like a child made it up. It's, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm really, but it's amazing though how powerful this false doctrine is because there are thousands and thousands of people that believe it or that believed it, mm -hmm. you know, and it's insane. Do you believe in your uh, views on theology that we uh, become a more, how, how do I put it? Obviously, there's some kind of div a divinity and transcendence in the process. When we become the afterlife or a part of this, do we gain some kind of abilities? I've often wondered that. As you know, I'm still new at this. Yeah, me too. Uh, I don't know. Uh, the text only says that uh, when we see Christ at his coming, we will be as he is. Um, and I'm assuming that means as he is right now, which is post-resurrection. And what do we know about his post-resurrection state? Well, it's asserted that he was able to, you know, transport from place to place without needing a car. Uh, 
some people say that he could walk through walls. You know, we don't actually see him walking through walls, but we just see him. He's at one point, he's not there. And then boom, he's there. Um, and, uh, you know, he, he doesn't require anything to sustain his, his being. So I'm thinking, uh, we're definitely going to be incorruptible. We're going to be immortal, but can we fly? Can we run fast? Uh, I mean, those, those will be kind of cool, uh, you know, attributes to, to come along with our consummate form. But I don't know. The Bible doesn't talk about those kinds of things. But well, uh, I, I often yeah. wondered if we were going to be able to eat and drink and all that. And the only kind of hint I could see so far is whenever this guy is pulled out of hell for a moment and he's really, really thirsty, like quenching thirst, I think is how they call it. And I'm thinking, are you, does this mean I'll be able to have a drink and something to eat whenever I get to heaven? I'm not trying to be blasphemous or ignorant, but I really like food, uh, Veckel. No, 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 I agree. I, in fact, that uh, again, if we're going to be as Christ is, then I assume that we're going to eat because what happened, one of the first things Christ said when he got back was, do you have any food? You know, uh, remember when they were in the boat fishing and they were on the way back and they kept hearing a voice say, hey, throw the net on the side and you'll catch more fish, basically. And the guy's like, you know, who is that? We don't know. But they couldn't see who it was because they were too far away. Right. So they did what he said. And then immediately they caught all the fish, just as the guy at the shore said. And then Peter said, uh, it's the Lord. So he jumps in water half naked and starts swimming to him. And then we finally, you know, get an up close uh story where jesus is uh talking to him and you know this part the part where jesus asked him three times do you love me peter do you love me peter do you love me you know so it was at that moment where jesus and the disciples were eating so he was definitely uh hungry he definitely ate uh i guess a legitimate question would be you know well why was he hungry if he's in a consummate form you know why would you are you eating just because you can eat or are you eating because you actually have hunger, you know, uh, and, and you, your body requires it. I don't know. I got a weird question for you. I don't know why this popped into my head. Sometimes that happens. I'll be sitting there looking at the wall and just weird shit just jumps right in that head of mine. So my, my question for you is, do you believe that Jesus influenced Peter and perhaps even Judas influenced them to actually go through with their disobedience? Judas, you said Judas influenced Peter? No, I'm asking, do you think Jesus actually may have influenced um, Judas as well as Peter and some of the other disciples to do some of the things they did? Let me give you an example. Oh, I see. Okay. Peter renounces Christ three times. Had he not done that, though, he would have been captured, and they probably would have done horrible things to him, probably even killed him. So do you think Jesus may have put an influence on him to allow him to do this? Because he seemed like he was really upset by what he did. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. Um, I, I, all I can say with the utmost assurance is that obviously Jesus knew ahead of time that this was going to happen because he said that would. And because he's God incarnate, he's the creator of mankind. He obviously knew that this was going to happen. 
not because he could not only because he can see the future but also because he just knows he has exhaustive knowledge of the depraved nature of man so i don't think that caught him off guard obviously i know that's not what you're saying but did he actually have any type of influence i don't know it doesn't really say but it could be because you know if god is ordained all these things you know i mean well his death burial resurrection was determined before the foundation of the world i don't think it's a major stretch to say that he might have even been responsible for having that little scenario come to pass too but i don't know i'm a compatibilist so i believe that god uh, allows certain things to work but he also decrees certain things to to go as well all right and god as far as the way i interpret it i mean you correct me if i'm wrong but it seems like when god speaks that becomes it's it says it comes to pass which in my mind means it becomes reality it becomes a part of the physical reality a part of the story of creation i guess as far as i go so if that is the case and he says there will be one amongst you who will be betray me or one who will renounce me it's as if he's making reality as he speaks hmm that's yeah. rough isn't it? <laughs> so, well there's a lot of mystery with god so that's uh yeah i that's one of those tough ones man <laughs> i hear you there it looks like heaven uh rolls all of his back are you okay over there i was concerned you may have fell in the toilet and i didn't even give you a life preserver <laughs> it's candace candace is back hey candace how's it going i did fall into the toilet and i had to wash myself clean after oh. that so that's why it took some time see Gosh. if you wouldn't have the all wet now if you would have had the magic secret Mormon underwear, you would have been fine. <laughs> it would have helped you float. I, I do not have the Mormon secret underwear. I never wore. <laughs> yeah. So there's secret underwear for women as well? Yeah, there are secret underwear for women. Oh, okay. So yeah. how do you get the secret to... underwear? If it's a secret, how do I go about getting it? <laughs> You'll have to ask them. <laughs> There you so the Mormons it's a secret, are a secret. Brett, it's Vic a secret. Victoria's got her a secret too, but she at least shows it up in the magazine. <laughs> <laughs> it's Joseph Smith's secrets. <laughs> can, you, can you do me a favor real quick? I always love it when you're in Buckle. We always have a good time. Can you guys talk to each other for a little bit while I go have me a smoke? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Joseph and Victoria's a secret. <laughs> oh man i saw many people disliking this video there must be a lot of mormon people watching brett's channel no no these are the evil cursed people called atheists that are doing that they get mad because they don't see any rocks in the video reminding of them of their family and and home styles they get pissed at me go ahead yeah brett has always uh had a whole bunch of uh ever since he turned theist He's always had a bunch of uh, trolls who once followed him as an atheist now uh, feel betrayed and they don't like some of this stuff. It's not like he's, you know, he's out there putting, doxing people he, he or putting of, all this terrible stuff out there about them. 
he sort of reminded me, um, Brad sort of reminded me of that woman named Doring Virtue. She used to be like a tarot card reader, like a new, like she was really involved in like um, psychic reading and stuff. But later she like came and acknowledged Jesus Christ as her um, savior. And so, yeah, because I was watching her channel and yeah, because I, um, yeah, she she used to be one of the biggest um, psychic, psychic reader, like selling tarot cards and stuff. Yeah. And so, oh. cool. Yeah. Red, red. Cards. Yeah. So how how did you come? Oh yeah. Um. How, how, uh. Vaco, how did you come across Brett's channel? Uh, I've I've known Brett for a couple of years now. So um, I think I bumped into him in one of G Man's hangouts. And at first, I thought he was an atheist. I didn't know him be uh, at the time he was an atheist, so I, I knew him after he became uh, uh, a theist. And uh, when he came in the room, I think I remember the, the conversation vaguely, but he said something that was accurate. But I thought he was, but I misunderstood what he said, and I remember thinking that, oh, this guy must be an atheist. It's it's pretty cool how like because I used to like follow. Like, I wasn't used to be in part of this community, not until Praise invited me. And I, I, I probably only heard of um, you guys from the StreamYard YouTube Christian community, um, community calling, calling yourself theist. Because, like, all other Christian, yeah, all other, like, independent Christian YouTuber I met on YouTube, they're just calling themselves born again Christian. Or they, or they you know, they just call themselves... A, a disciple or Christ follower, like you guys would call oh, it yeah. for yourself. Yeah, probably because you guys are addressing against um, atheists. So, yeah, it's cool how you guys call yourself atheist. Well, it, it all depends on, uh, you know, who we're talking about and who we're talking to. So, you know, uh, I'm not even 100% sure what Brett's position actually is. Uh, I mean, I guess when he comes back, he'll he'll explain because uh, I remember him having some issues with being identified as a Christian, but I, I don't know what his position is exactly now. I don't know if that's changed or or not. But uh, so that that's all I that's all I know about Brett. So, but when he comes back, he'll I'm sure he'll be able to explain it. So that's why I refer to uh, Brett as a theist because I don't know if he identifies as a Christian or not. Or not so. Uh, but I myself, I would identify as a Christian for sure. Yeah. In fact, uh, one of the reasons why, when I talk to some black people, and we talk about issues within the black community and stuff, and they hear me say things that they disagree with, you know, they'll ask me, uh, "Wait a minute, brother, brother, let me ask you something. Do you like being black?" I say, "Yeah, sure." I said, "But I, my allegiance is not to my skin color. My I identify as Christian first than um, an American who just happens to be black. See, but they don't like that. See, they want to they hear me say, being black is the most important thing in the world. But, <laughs> but, but, but I'm not going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so you're, you're like one of them really rare ones, right? Because most black, um, like American Christian black people that are friended on FB or like that, that I um, per, per, personally know like seem to be um really um into i mean i know some black people you know are against black life matters and stuff yeah. but 
yeah, a lot of them, like a lot of Black American um, Christians that are friended, um, seem to be really into you know the whole Black Jewish roots movements and stuff. And honestly, yeah. like I wasn't so f- familiar with all about that, but yeah, like I I always find find myself to be um, you know cl- closer to um, a lot of um, African people rather than yeah. white 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 people because somehow um i don't know whether because it was i had a bad africans experience. or black americans so in malaysia where i am there are some well like i will no like, like here i don't really talk to african but in taiwan did i yeah oh in taiwan yeah there are some african students but if i were to talk about my personal um like um like friend making experience i would say those african american people that i talk to are really friendly and nice open-hearted nice folks and don't don't really make me feel like i have to earn my merit to like talk to you but right. whereas white people sometimes some of you some of white some of the white people do make me feel like not so approachable and um have like a barrier or so, somewhat like a wall like I don't know, like, um, I don't know, like, I just find myself to be really close with, you know, people that are non-white. Mm. Well, am I, am I, am I being too bold? <laughs> no, no, you're just talking about your own personal experience. So, and, and that's fine. I mean, uh, because everybody has a different, uh, different experience with different classes of people, I guess, you know, so you can't, I can't. Who's going to argue with you about the way you feel? That's the way you feel. Yeah. You know, you can't, uh, most, they can't argue with that. Mostly the group of people that are the closest to me, of course, are still Asians. Like those Western influenced ones here. Because I'm Western influenced. I'm not a, you know, more tr- tr- traditional type of Asian people. So most, like, like the biggest group, of course, is still my own race. Asians. Um, Western influenced Asian group of people are those that would, um, vibe with me better, but still, like I'm more of a long wolf, so um, I don't. Well, um, yeah, but but if I were to pick um, from among other races, um, yeah, I would say black black um, African Americans are really really friendly, really nice, really easy to talk to. I really like your um... uh, some of them. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I. Yeah. That's a whole other can of worms right there. Oh man. You you should come into a room uh where Jill and I are having a discussion about this kind of thing. I would love to pick your brain on on these kinds of matters. Um but you said something I wanted to to touch on and I can't remember what it was. What it was. Uh, it'll come back to me. But I I would like to say that that, that I felt that, you know, among, you know, I would say among the evil people I met, well, like I, I couldn't say that, but I feel like evil manifesting on white people and evil manifesting on black people come in a different way. Like I feel like it, when evil manifests on a white person, it's much more, um, to me, it's a little bit more manipulative. And, you know, when evil manifests on black people, maybe it's another way, like more like um, for, 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 forward and more like expressive. Mm. Mm. So it's different, you know, like maybe I see what you mean, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I do find it I think I agree with yeah. that because um one of the things I can't stand uh you know having grown up in black neighborhood and black environment you know community is uh it's mostly the women. We see this mostly with with a lot of black women. 
uh, they just have this attitude that's very uh, forward, very uh, aggressive. Uh, there's an attitude that uh, the world owes them things and so on and so forth. And and I don't like that. I don't like that attitude. Um, you know, I, there's this girl that I used do, to date. Do you think that could be generational curse? Because, you know, you guys could have be. been... You guys have been oppressed like by some white people and you guys have been, you know, had some rough time of your history. So that's why you guys maybe are more. Well, uh, um, you know? see, yeah. see, that's a whole other can of worms there. I mean, uh, that's a whole other discussion right there as to why uh, black people stereotypically are known to behave this way. You know, for example, you know, the girl I used to date, you know, she was she was a black woman. And we were in a mall one day, you know, in the store, and the, the aisles were very tight. So it was only big enough for like one person to go down each each aisle. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe one and a half person. And there was a lady who was going down the aisle. We in the same aisle that we were in. We were looking at some stuff on the shelf. And the lady, she was not being rude at all. She just politely said, Oh, excuse me, let me just uh, get by, you know. But the girl I was dating with at the time dating at the time uh she didn't want to move she just stood there and pretended that she didn't even hear the lady and the lady's just kind of like uh you know she was smiling she was obviously not trying to start any fight but she was you know still trying to get by what what is the race of that lady the the lady lady, yeah she was a white lady if i remember oh oh okay and so finally uh, maybe about a, a minute or two she finally just like sucked the teeth and just moved aside and let the woman go by and just kind of gave her this evil stare as she was walking away. And, and I, and we almost got into a big fight about that it, right there in the store. Like, well, I, I asked her, I said, well, what was that? She said, she could have went down the other aisle. I said, well, yeah, she could have, but I mean, she did ask. Girl, you're, you are actually more white, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I get accused of that a lot, actually. Uh, yeah. You're, yeah. But I see, that's, you, that's you the thing though, Jill? right? You and Jesus is Lord are the most are the whitest, sorry, like I'm not are, are the whitest black people I've ever met. <laughs> no, no. What, what you should say is that we are the the uh, the the most okay, uh, okay. non so non stereotypical black people. I'll, I'll put it this said. way: white people definitely are very emotionally con- controlled. White people are very. Um, well, whereas Asian and Black people both can be more emotional, more expressive, you know, Asian Asian can be emotional too. It, it, you know, like I understand what you talk about that, you know, yeah. steer that that Black lady could could be giving. That actually, that happened on me too. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. I, but but see, so. that's the thing, and I think that that it may not necessarily be well it, it, generational curse. Maybe in a spiritual sense, but I would say it's more of an, in a cultural sense because, especially with uh, westernized uh, black people, uh, because again, as you might know more than I do, uh, black people from different parts of the world that come from Ghana or from uh, different parts of Africa, when they come here to the United States, uh, they they don't like the black people here very much, and I think the reason why I hear sort of the same thing from a lot of these folk that come here. They say, well, they think the black people here are are very lazy, uh, very uh, demanding of things that they don't deserve. You know, they have this poor attitude problem with people, especially with non-blacks, you know, because, that's because why, I've seen that's it. Why I, 
think yeah. you guys should leave the USA. Honestly, if you want to ask my opinion, any black African-American want to ask my opinion, I would say you guys should pray about, you know, finding a way out, you, you know, yeah. there. That, that's that's my own opinion, though. But, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. seeing how, you, how oppressed you guys are, you guys should probably... I'm not even talking about Africa. I mean, I guess you guys probably should travel to other places. Well, well who are we being oppressed yeah. by, though? That's the question. Who Who is oppressing us, though? That's the question. I would say the system. The system. But in what way, though? Like, racially I mean, because and stereotypes and just people's um, prejudices over the, over the well, decades. That's, that's not a system. That's That's just sinful man. Well, you have to realize that us white people with our white privilege, we get an extra $300 a month. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. I don't get shit, man. I'm barely able to afford the Cheerios I'm eating right now. Tell you the truth. Well, I was going to say, you know, uh, and this is one of the reasons why I'm a a strong uh, opposer to the CRT, critical race theory as well. Uh, because this this is this false teaching that's trying to tell people in school that white people are all white people are inherently racist and evil, and uh, this is an absolute ridiculous teaching that they're trying to spread in the school. I, I'm telling you, man. I I if I ever find out that they got transgenders around my daughter, or teaching my daughter to hate white people or anything of that sort. Uh, I, 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 I think I'm going to jail. Yes. Yes. I, I think I'm going to jail because I, I don't want to be, I don't want to, I, I just don't have the patience to deal with this kind of nonsense, especially, Hey, they always talking about Christians are preaching hate, hatred, hatred, this, but wait a minute. They're the ones preaching intolerance and bigotry, you know, with this CRT, this critical race theory, nonsense, teaching people, teaching that white people are all inherently everybody else is good it's just the white folk are, are bad really that's well that's not what the bible teach and christians who actually everybody's sinful yeah exactly and it's unfortunate that this stuff is seeping into the church now um you know even my uh uh i hate to say it. Let, me, let me just say it this way i love my pastor to death i do i don't have any beef with him uh but one criticism that i do have with him is that uh, he, he does a little bit of t- too much finger wagging at the white folk there, at the white people in the church. And I, and I understand why he kind of brings this to attention a lot in a lot of his sermons, because he wants to try to encourage the white people in my congregation to reach out for the people in the neighborhood where the church is located. It's in the hood. OK. And the church is only, a, you know, a block away from me where I go. Uh, but you know, there's, a, there's more white people that go to the church, and they're from the, you know, they're generally from the suburbs and stuff like that. Some of them do live in the area, so I, I do understand. You know, hey, he's 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 speaking these messages to kind of encourage white people to reach out for towards the towards the people in the area, mainly black and Hispanic, you know, so that uh, you know, win them over to Christ, and that's a good thing. But sometimes it seems like. He's wagging his finger too much at white people saying, yeah, you know, you need to get off your high horse and you need to do this. You need to do that. You know, think about these people over. I said, OK, fine, fine. But I think there's different ways you can do that than other than trying to guilt trip people into serving people in the community. You know what I mean? Uh, and, and, I, and I feel like that sometimes that he, that he does that. I, in fact, 
I've had a couple of private conversations with him uh, because he said some things that I vehemently disagree with. I didn't like what he said from the pulpit at all. I said, no, 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 no. I got to talk to him. I got to talk to him. And we and we've had maybe two private conversations uh, where I just, you know, I had to tell him that I, I, you know, I don't like what you said, man. I, I disagree with what you said here. You know, uh, now he's about maybe a two years younger than me. So, you know, we're we're we grew up in the same era and, and we have some of the same thoughts, a lot of the same thoughts. But, yeah, I, I, I don't like this, uh, you know, black people, good white man, bad type of theology. I, I don't I don't like that. I don't like that. That's odd. You guys mind if I ask an unusual question? Sure. All right. Here it goes. Are you still with us, first of all, uh, uh, Heaven? Heaven? Oh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> I was so, starting yeah. to think I was having conversations with myself, as interesting as they can be. <laughs> My question for you is this. I'm watch, I watched the cartoon that you had me put up there. And I noticed that it tries to describe that white people are wonderful little snowflakes and all that stuff, beautiful. And, of course, it represents uh, black people the way it does. But I didn't see anywhere in the cartoon where it describes or explains in any kind of way where all the other races came from. Um, what's the deal with that? What does the Mormon religion say? That's true. So that's one of the reasons I left the Mormon church. And it, that's because that... Mormon believe. Um, um, I, I believe. I believe that the the Mormon way really is um, sort of like a part of the Utah culture that, like, like I previously said, think that they base on the Holy Scripture, but they actually mix with a lot of um, heresies and lies and just uh, masonry practices from Europe. And so, you know, it's really like, it, it's not answering a lot of my, my questions. And those Mormon kids, they came on a mission. They can speak Chinese fluently. Like their Chinese, some of their Chinese is, are, are, is like better than mine. So when they go on a mission, they would have to go to their missionary training center to learn like the, the languages which they're going on a mission to for like four, four months so they can blend in to people there. Like when I was in Thailand, I also met some Mormon missionaries. They can speak Thai fluently. There's also missionaries to South Korea, Japan. So I feel like, you know, that type of, you know, it, it almost feels, it almost felt to me that they can, the, the fact that they can pick up um, a foreign language so fast becomes like a red herring to wow people from my country to 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 feel like oh wow they they must have been heavily in, heavenly inspired that's why they can speak so fluent Chinese in just like a few months and you know but but little do those people know you know these Mormon people they have been put into the system that use tricks to you know um you know distract us from focusing on what is really important like you know and language is a part of it and also teaching English for free while they actually just teach a lot of terms from the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, like, oh, how do you say um, more, um, how do you say the Book of Mormon in, uh, how do you say the Book of, uh, they, they would teach us say, oh, how do you say the Book of Mormon in English? How do you say atonement in, in how do you say like, Joshu, salvation in, in, in English? They would, you know, teach us uh, uh, English for free to advertise their church. 
And they want, I felt like, you know, when I first um, uh, went to the Mormon church, I had a huge feeling that they just wanted to like recruit people to come into their church instead of actually wanting to evangelize for charity. And so I, I, I said that to one of the Mormon missionaries. I said, I feel like you guys wanted to re recruit. And he was like an 18 year old guy. So he really was really young, a really young, a really white guy from, from, from Utah, blonde hair, blue eyes. And he was just like, wait a second. I'm not trying to recruit anybody. I'm trying to help people. And so, you know, but, you know, like for me at the time, I was like 20, um, 22, 23. So I feel like the, so the Mormon system is to send a bunch of really inexperienced young kids that do not experience life much because Mormon people are rather sheltered compared to the rest of the world um, to come into a foreign country and has, has to teach us and has to teach a bunch of people that probably are older than them, have more life experience, have different life experiences than them. And they couldn't answer my question and, you know, put us into a situation where I felt really awkward because I wanted to joke around because I, I I was stupid. I, I thought I was funny. I said some, I uh, like, to be honest, I said some um, joke pertaining to less lesbian. And I put that young kid in a very awkward place. I, I put him in a spot. And that was my fault because I, I thought I was being funny. You know, like I previously told another. Well, what did you say? <laughs> you really want to know? <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. I like a good joke. Yeah, yeah. I, the curiosity is running wild now. So I want to hear no, I think joke. I think I was just trying to joke around saying I was a dyke. Like, <laughs> like I, I, I was joking. I was joking. I really was joking. But he was he was so he felt so awkward, you know, and that made me feel really bad because like, like I previously said in Praise I Am's dream, my typical impression on American is Praise I Am is Vecco is John, John, I oh, was that John um, LPP is that people that can joke around that really have a sense of humor and that are laid back. I do not expect a Mormon person that can, that, I mean, of course he was really young. So, so, you know, it really because he uh, okay he was probably wasn't really young. he was an adult he was eighteen but still he was young so I probably I, I probably shouldn't say that <laughs> you know you know um, especially when he was so young and so that really put me into a very awkward place because you know like Mormon people would introduce like one of the Mormon missionaries just introduced us saying I'm from a typical American family I have six siblings and like come on a typical American family is not, <laughs> it's, it's, it's not six siblings. Typical American family is like what Brett, you know, maybe what Brett King's family is. I, I don't know what your family is like, but I'm saying like they they believe that them having six kids and like this Mormon mom, this perfect. Oh, yeah, that's what, Mormons. Yeah. Yeah. They believe that's the typical American way, which is not. So, you, you know, so so that put me into a very awkward place, place because, you know, um, so so like I like I said in the beginning of the stream, if you go into a place and things don't go smoothly for you. Maybe you should get get the heck out of there because it's a warning sign, red flag for you to get out of there. You shouldn't be trying to have this idea of samurai idea that you have to push through, you have to like fight through and just to believe what is true. Yeah, I mean, you have to fight through to find God's true, but still there's a difference between fighting through and God setting red flags for you to warn you that you should get out of that place. So like I said, like I feel like it really wasn't, 
you know, I, I felt really bad about my bad lesbian joke with that young American white Utah Mormon. He was so white. <laughs> and so, you know, it was, you know, had, 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 had that Mormon kid be like half Asian, he probably would know what I, what I was just trying to joke around or think that I was cool to like say such joke and stuff. And so, you know, that put me what, into what? How, how old did you say he was uh, when you were at the I time? Think, I think I said something like, oh, I was a dyke. <laughs> like, no, no, no. I mean, how old was he uh, when he you was made... around 19 or 18. 19. 19. Oh, okay. Yeah. Really young. Sounded really like he young. was definitely sheltered. Yeah. And Shelter, uh, inexperienced. Didn't know how to res- yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's and, that's the sad thing about some of these uh these these churches. They're sending these these guys, these kids out there. They're like 18, 19, and they're elders, and they're going out in the streets, you know, preaching their Mormon gospel. Uh, I kind of feel sorry for them in a way, you know, but they well, are old enough yeah. to make their own decisions and stuff. So yeah, and he didn't need to take my words seriously. He could just laugh it off. But you know, not everybody is like liberal uh, and like having this like uh, Jim Carrey type of per- pers- personality. Some people are very self-conscious, introverted, and just more reserved. And you know, they, they, they don't like to be put un- put under the spotlight. And so I felt really bad because of my social, um, because at the time I felt like I wasn't socially sensitive enough to, know- to notice that, <laughs> to notice I shouldn't have said that in front of that particular guy. Maybe other guys were able were able to cope with me saying that, but maybe that particular guy wasn't able to. Right, so, right. Yeah. So, you know, and, and there, and, and I specifically noticed there was one black Mormon missionary. No, he was, she wasn't really black. She was half, I, I believe she was mixed. She was Cuban or something, but, and there was some like um, Chinese American Mormon missionary who was adopted from China, uh, who was adopted to from like by, by American parents. And, but they were born in China and stuff. And so I did notice it, it, it seemed to be like a type, a sort of like, a kind of culture, um, ca- cultural influence in the great Utah, um, Arizona area, but it's not really a deliverance type of ministry that you can go on a mission trip and teach people how you can get get your freedom from bondages such as alcohol addiction and stuff. Like I feel like they want to, in a way, they they don't see that they are trying to condescend us with their culture, whereas. So that's why I got abused because you don't know my culture yet. You, you, and you just impose whatever you think. You think that I'm, I'm thinking that I'm just doing Jesus work. I'm thinking that I'm just doing ministry, but you do not know that maybe I came into your church as a desperate person, emotionally speaking. Maybe I suffer from some traumas. You don't know that. And you condescend and you condescend us by thinking that you can just, push upon us a bunch of young kids that were in, in, inexperienced in life, very, very sheltered, couldn't speak Chinese, and could just push their agenda on onto us. And thank God that I was the one, I was the one that got abused because I could still speak English. So I could express, I could find my resources to find healings and stuff. What about other church members that maybe just want to learn 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 English? Maybe they just want to make some American friends. Maybe they just w- are very curious, you, you know? What what if it was other people that got abused? They don't even know that they, they got abused. Maybe, you know, because I, I believe I got abused was because I was very um, fervent in prayers, like fighting spiritual warfare when I was in Living Stream Ministry Church. I was I was very exercising my spirit all the time. That's why an evil assignment was assigned to me. When I when I fell and tripped and tripped and, and stray away from from what 
was supposed to be the right path for me and straight and, and join the Mormon church. That's why God allowed an evil assignment to come to me and assign a person that has a complete opposite character against me. Do you know how difficult it is when you are assigned a person that has the complete opposite of your character? Okay, let me let me just let 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 me just give you a simple example. So I I am you know I, I'm a very empathetic person. Setting boundaries is not necessarily my biggest strength. And this person, she, she, she just saw that. She saw that in me. So she took advantage and she abused me on that, you know, with my kindness or whatever. And, you know, as a missionary, you, you really shouldn't do that. But like I said, um, like. Would this you be part- able to be more specific with your examples? Um, you, uh, you keep saying that you were abused and abused. What exactly uh, can you elaborate on that, please? Okay, so I'll put it this way. In America, yes is yes, no is no. In Taiwan, it's not that way. Sometimes people say they want to pay for you, but they don't necessarily want to pay for you, but they will still out of manner say that they want to pay for you. I'll just give you this small practical example. I'm not a stingy person with my money. I'm very generous. My, you, you, you know, I, I, I'm just a giving person. It is just not in me to be stingy. Even when I don't have a lot of money, I am just a generous and kind person. That's just my character. And so this woman missionary she you know she, she she was supposed to know that we're not like americans we're not going to be like okay yeah no i'm not going to pay for you yeah i'm i'm that we're not as straightforward as american we are more of a bunch of reserved asians and you as a missionary you're supposed to be culturally sensitive enough to see that so there's one time like i forgot like there's actually, actually multiple occasions and and this was wasn't even the biggest abuse this was just a small incident like like i believe i offered to I offered to pay for her, um, expecting expecting her to give me some nice manners and good energies, while she aggressively said that she definitely wanted me to pay for her, and she yelled at me and, and basically forced me, um, like passive aggressively, pay pay for her. And out of my good Asian manner, I did. But that wasn't even the biggest abuse. The biggest abuse was spiritual abuse, because like I said. She had the complete opposite character of what I what I am. I am a very, very um, I'm a very sensitive person. I follow the conviction of the Holy Spirit. I have very high moral restraint. She did not have moral restraint. Well, compared to the worldly people, she probably had because she was a Mormon. But compared to my standard, she didn't because I'm I I I feel like she um she would insist on her own agenda. Okay, let me put it this way. You are a mission, missionary. You were, you really wasn't supposed to be putting on makeup, putting on a lot of makeup, and just so you know, you know when you know when when, when we're when we hang out with the guy missionary and studying the Book of Mormon, studying the Bible, you really should just okay. You can put on makeup. That's the way you want to dress. Whatever. That's the way we want to put on makeup. Other people cannot tell you however you want to wear makeup. But she just like extra flirty. She was extra flirty. Like she would be extra flirty. I, I don't know how to describe it. She would be extra flirty. And she would be um like I believe that there was one time she was teasing at me because I was acted really um how do I put this? I like I've always been a very clumsy female. I feel like she was instead of letting me be who I am in Christ, she laughed at me because she she was a very um um like I feel like she she she's smart. She can see see she can see, see she can see things coming. And you know what? When I tried to tell her, hey, you shouldn't do this to me, and 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 the response I got was, I could block you. She said that, and she come came with an evil voice. 
I can block you like, like an evil voice. And I was dealing with an evil, evil woman that who, who didn't know that she was possessed by evil. And multiple times she, you know, when I said, why are you trying to outsmarting me all the time? And just like do the opposite of like what I needed. She was said, thank you for saying I'm smart. So did you see that? I'm trying to be real and come against whatever you did wrong to me. And you are distracting me by saying, thank you for saying I'm smart. And do, do you understand how I've, and I did one multiple times that she yelled at me or she tortured my brain. I forgot the exact occasion. Uh, did you, uh, did, did you, you say to her that she was bothering you? Did you say, hey, look, I'm getting upset. You're angering me. Did you put that out there for her? I probably didn't say you were angry at me because, like I said, I was emotionally going through something. I probably wasn't able to express myself as much as I wanted. But I did said, like, I did sound desperate, and I said, "Why are you doing this to me like that?" And she just like, "Oh, um, recently I'm actually kind of um busy." Like she would do little tricks to distract me. She would she would not want to come against. She would not want to like um talk. Like she would not want to. Talk, talk with me through. She would distract me. She would use little tricks. Oh, okay. So I'll give you one more, one more example. Um, like I think I bought her a lot of food and a lot of gifts when she was here. Uh, one of the missionary. And so one time I was like coming against her, saying that why, why was she so rude? Do you know what she said to me? Okay, Candice, you bought us a nail polish, a a bowl of beef noodles, uh, this and that. And what else have you done for us? Did 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 you see that? She wasn't appreciative of what I did for her, and she was like, she was very bold because, according to her, her family didn't have a lot of money growing up, and so she, when I first had a class with her, the first thing she had to say was how desperate she was, how fi financially speaking, her family was struggling growing up, and how it really, it really um, traumatized her, and that I could understand because maybe not. Maybe you know she really maybe compared to other Mormon families, she probably really come from a background where, um, you know where while other Mormon Mormon people are going into like because you know this Marriott hotel was established by Mormon all over the world. Maybe she, uh, maybe to to other states. Maybe she, maybe her family wasn't able to do that. Okay, maybe because of this is what one Mormon always like to compare their status, and so she complained to us uh, many times how how. Financially speaking, that her families were struggling, and but but the thing, but Brett, here's the thing: none of none of what she did matter. But what really hurt me was she. It, it was something spiritual that abused me from her. It was something spiritual. Um. So, um. So, uh. Hello. Oh, okay. So it it was it was something sp spiritual. It felt to me like so. Later, I I discovered this YouTuber called The Other Side of the Darkness, who was an ex witch and an ex Mormon. She talked about how Mormon people are serve as secret agents to destroy true children of God because she was one of them secret agent. So what she meant by secret agent was they had the intention of going on their mission trip to help other people, but while they spiritually speaking or maybe. 
yeah, for, like from my from my understanding, spiritually speaking, they haven't been dealt with by God with their sins, with their um, um, own selfish ways. They haven't, like I said, they're not experiencing that. Hold yeah. on one one second, dear dear. This uh, we've got a a guest in the room called dumbass name. I changed their name from the stupid name they had, and they're going on about me and Beckle and G Man having a gay sexual relationship. Let me go ahead and remove this loser see you later go get a job and make something of yourself prick all right go ahead there folks continue on i'm listening to you dear uh you can stop me whenever you want because i i do feel like i'm oh, I, I, I appreciate listening to you. you sound like you're very passionate but this really really bothered you and it sounds like you need to get this out of you because it seems like it's been wearing at you and rotten to the core beckle did you have a question for her before she continues no, but uh, I do actually have to step off, though. Uh, so but I just wanted to pop in anyway just to say hello to everybody. And, uh, yeah, yeah, so it's good to see, see everybody's doing good. So, uh, yeah, I'll try to catch you guys uh, next time. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, we. I, oh, sorry, I, I my mic didn't unmute. Oh, okay. I just want to make yeah. sure. Yeah. Thanks so much. I, I was saying that it's a pleasure to talk to you. Always enjoyable whenever you come in. Hopefully, we're going to figure out how the other races came along from the Council of Gods. You know, maybe sometimes. <laughs> Find out if we can eat some food and have spirit babies. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say real quick. You notice that there's a lot of similarities between uh, Mormonism and Islam. You know, I think they, for one, one of the commonalities that they have is that they both teach that uh, you're going to get uh, multiple women or something like that. Uh, I think there's some aspect of Mormonism that teaches that. Uh, they also believe that, uh, man, what's the other commonality? Something with their profit. Ah, it, it'll, oh, they're, uh, I think they both had some sort of confrontation with, uh, with the spirit or with, what they claim to be God, I guess. According um, to what I remember, the guy was, uh, I think his name was Joseph Smith or something. He was sleeping in his bed. And then all of a sudden he like had a, like he had one of those movie, the frailty moments. You ever seen that movie? Yeah. 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 The frailty. Yeah. Yeah. So he basically got a visit from God and God said, all right, you need to go to Missouri and cause a lot of trouble. And then that's uh, where I live. So that's, yeah. like, that's what happened. Did you know they believe the Garden of Eden is in my state? If I would have known that, I would have been exploring for the last 20 years trying to find a tree of life. <laughs> and that angel that's got that sword waiting, you know. Oh, goodness. Man, if you had a, 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 some of that fruit from the, the tree of life, man, I'd definitely be trying to find out where you live, man, for sure. So I can oh, get one yeah. of those myself. <laughs> that's the way to do it oh check this out i think that heaven's going to enjoy this question you're going to find this weird too Vettel. according to some of the uh, gossip around uh, the mormon religion one of the things they state is that satan allegedly has power over lakes and rivers and mormon missionaries are not allowed to swim was that true with your uh, particular situation wow never heard of that one does Candace know about that? Well, that's what I'm asking her. I'm trying to see what the deal is. I got a bunch of bizarre stuff, but she uh, she seems to be keep running to the toilet. I must have that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> I must have that kind yeah, of. Yeah, I actually mood. just fell, I I fell into the toilet yet yet again. <laughs> sorry, I think you have a great sense of humor. I'm sorry, people are mean yeah, to you. Yeah, she does. You know what? You know what? I keep my toilets um like smelling good because I have my toilet drop, so I don't mind if I fall into my toilet. No, <laughs> I hear you there. My toilet smells good too. I always smell like roses. Well, my wife tells me I'm wrong about that. <laughs> I know it. Actually, my toilet smells good. I can only say that after I spray. <laughs> Actually, yeah. my, my toilet, uh, my toilet smells good because I never use it. I just shit it outside. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to her voice. She's like, I just fucking take it outside. <laughs> And she's getting Americanized up in hell. I know, right? <laughs> up in hell. It was all because of <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, I'm going to bow out, guys. So it's good talking to you. And right. uh, I will see you guys later, Lord willing. All right. God bless you, man. Have a good one. All right. You going to get back on video? It's nice to see a person whenever we're having a conversation. Yeah, sure. Um, so, yeah, where were we now? <laughs> well, we were in Missouri looking for the Garden of Eden and all that. You were talking about how you were uh, put with someone who was aggravating for you. Um, did things get worked out? Were you able to uh, unreserve yourself and say, look, you're pissing me off? Or how did that turn out? Well, so... So the so the main point that I'm trying to put out there is not about any of her behavior. Her behavior to me was just something really personal. So we were supposed to resolve that by our by like between us. But what 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 felt the most um what was the most upsetting was like it felt like she was an evil plan assigned to me because it really felt it really felt that um, it like, like there were like when I was in the evangelical church, Brett, and I, I, I feel like I have, I had a very good relationship with God. I was very com communicative. And um, I'm, I mean, when I was praying, I did feel like I, I, I did feel this very deep connection with the higher power with, with, with the higher power. And I did feel like I, I really had a deep relationship with Jesus Christ. I clearly like God, revealed to, to me many things that later came came um proven prove uh, was proven to be true so when i was in the mormon church there was multiple uh, occasions in which i felt like that communicativeness was cut and i feel like there was blockage between my relationship with god and whatever um whatever this mormon missionary did to me being even even when it wasn't actually anything physical it really felt like like there was one there was one point that I felt like I I really I really kid you not I feel like something in my brain separated when I was interacting with her and I um I I really couldn't like tell you like solid things as to um like like what how that happened but when I interacted with her it was like she was an advocate from Satan because she had been fifth generational Mormon that been de that have been de deceived for so many. Um, years and so she really wholeheartedly believed that she's serving Jesus when she was serving Satan and so when she was committing that spiritual um, adultery you know there was so so how do I how do I put this there was so much there was there, there was it felt really demonic when I 
interact with her. And I feel like somebody, like what I can describe, the best I can describe is how somebody put a spiritual cage over my head. I couldn't talk to God. It was weird. There was a fireside meeting where Mormon missionaries hold in my um, like bi-monthly. And I, I asked to be speaking on stage. And so, but I was so overwhelmed just by the abuse that I was going through in the Mormon church. But I didn't really realize that what what it actually was. Even till this day, I didn't really, like, I feel like somebody put a, put a blindfold over my spiritual eyes. I Over my eyes, I couldn't see what I was going through. Why was it so painful? I went bawling on that stage. I went bawling. That was because I've been I've been abused in the church, and that abuse was like okay. I so prior to that church, I was in an evangelical church. I I, I believe I received the gift of the Holy Spirit because, like I said, many things later happened. Came, um, God revealed to me prior to that, and they all almost all came to came came pro- was proven to be true. So when God already was working on me with His Spirit, and I had to put myself into a place where it it really was um, actually. Sit. What um it 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 presented itself as Christian on the surface, but it was actually demonic to the core. And so that really was like something that that really go against what was um what was given to me when I was in the evangelical church. So it really. What about this, Brett? I will private message you like more um more like if I could. I I I I mean I wish I could private message you the picture of the Mormon, Mormon missionary that, that well, you can get a hold of me on Facebook anytime you like. And if you join the group, you can share with people your story and what aggravated Jen made you happy. I, yeah. Okay, sure. But I, I wouldn't show the picture of my abuser in public. I would only show to people that are my friends. And oh, I, I was talking about other stuff. I didn't mean put the abuser out publicly. No, 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 no. If you want to show me in private message, that's your, that's up to you. Yeah, and I did join a lot of uh, ex-Mormon groups on Facebook and also like Mormon in tra- transition, ex-Mormon, now born again, Christians. And here's the thing. I have endless, like, like, like the point that the gist of the video is never about my, my, what I went through. It was about my pity for those people that are still in the Mormon church and wholeheartedly believe that they are serving Jesus Christ when they're actually serving Satan. And they don't see how dangerous it is that what the Book of Mormon taught go completely against what what the Bible said. Because when they were younger, they were taught to read the Book of Book of Mormon first, to 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 deem the Book of Mormon something that is even more important than the Holy Scripture. And so I have endless pity, pity for those people that, um, you know, do not know that, um, you know, are, are, are going through stuff. So if, if anybody, like, so so that YouTuber, the, the other side of the darkness, she actually went through sexual abuse in the Mormon church. And she, like, like, um, she, like, she was, like, according to her, she was defiled by some demonic spirits, like, uh, like y- you can look into her video because she was an ex witch as well, so there was some demonic stuff happening as well, and so um, there were people that that are suffering from sexual abuse, and um, like, but most Mormon people they do not know how demonic, how sit sit, how much of a satanic agenda their church is on. A lot of people, even Baptists, just think that Mormons are 
even though they teach, they learn, they they are preaching false doctrine. They are brothers and sisters too. But with people like me that have have been through abusive experiences, I can just tell you the 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 thing that I empathize to be really heavy, strong evil. And you should you should you should listen to what I had to say and find a chance to you know, dig deeper into what, what deliverance, uh, what, what the Holy Bible actually teaches and how being a Christian involves um, being d- delivered fr- from your sin, being able to rise above and overcome. It's not always about, you know, all the biblical knowledge. I mean, it, it's a part of it. Uh, um, equipping, equipping, your, equipping well with the Holy Bible, with the knowledge of the scripture is a part of it, but it is also another part to do to 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 cast out whatever evil that 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 got into your head to realize that there's pro- programming going on through TV through news media to realize that a lot of news that are presented on CNN are actually fake to realize that um 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 there is um there's this just this programming and new war order agenda going on to realize that um to Put on your tinfoil hat and and understand and get get hardcore and 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 get deep in into the truth because that's what Jesus wants us to be about. Jesus doesn't want us to ac- accept any lies. He wants us to come come into the light, come into the truth. And so that's what that's that's the, that's the main purpose for for me to be on this channel. I'm literally just somebody that had a very honestly just mild mild abusive experience, but um, you know, if 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 me as somebody that um actually went through such stuff, then there could be more horrible stuff happening in Salt Lake Salt Lake cities. Uh, but a lot of people still feel like they need to ad- adhere to this church just so that they can be worthy and just so that they are a good Christian. They don't know. They they really cannot see that they have been um manipulated. And so yeah, that is the main purpose for me to be on on your show and I do appreciate you to give me so much space and time to express my what I want to say um fully and yeah, that's pretty much what I wanted to say. Well, I'm enjoying having you here. I hope we can become good friends and you'll continue to hang out and uh, talk about your culture and what's going on. I feel like it's very educational and you're also got a great sense of humor. You seem like a good person. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. I, I, a lot of, yeah. A lot of people say that I have a good um, sense of humor. Yeah. But I would say definitely watch a lot of stand up comedies help. Like, Help me to understand. I, I, like I like you guys know that American nice humors are, are very different from. I, I feel like American nice humor is very different from British, very different from Asian humor. As you, you know, there's different type of jokes and watching stand up comedy definitely help. Yeah, I watch a lot of Sarah Silverman and Amy Schumer back back in the days. <laughs> so yeah, so I don't know. Like I also watched this like Asian American that was that was um, like. I, I forgot her name, Christina Zhang or something. Like I just watch a lot of stand up comedies and yeah. Pretty fun. Like Can you do I me like- a favor real quick. Yeah. Yeah. Do me do me one favor real quick. I want you to I'm gonna put you on the screen just for a moment. 
I want you to like do a really, really nice smile. Say something like money and smile because it'll be the thumbnail for the video. Just say on, okay. on the count of three, one, two, three, money. Money. <laughs> Let me see what that picture looks like. See how it goes. By the way, this, this is not a satanic hands, but this is, I love you. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. sweet. Oh, this thumbnail looks great. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Dude, do you watch this cinema comedy? I do. I do. I watch a lot of uh, comedy movies and television shows and all that. I love it. What is it like uh, for TV over there? TV? Um, so I don't watch TV now. So, um, but in Taiwan, there was just a lot of, yeah, there was a lot of, there was HBO as well. So pretty much we have all, in Taiwan, we have all the movies. You, like, I think China and Taiwan are different. So in Taiwan, we can watch basically what all that you guys can watch. So you guys got cable and all that kind of stuff. I, I hate yeah. to sound like I'm primitive or something and don't understand things, but it seems like some countries, they seem to have the internet that's strange and all kinds of different things. Yeah, we do have cables. We do have... Um, like MOD, I don't know if you heard of that. Um, we do have like Net Netflix as well, and yeah, because my mom is a subscriber on Netflix, so <laughs> I know about that. Uh, we have Netflix, and we have um, yeah, we basically have everything you guys have, and it's much cheaper, and yeah, and yeah, we have everything you guys have, and we have movies, we have movies from the U.S., movies from Japan, movies from Korea, movies from over the world we taiwan is a very um like has a lot of like it's just a free place that's pretty cool have you ever been to america before yeah so i was in chicago and i was in so i was in bucktown chicago and i was in champaign and i was in easley and picks south carolina well, be honest with me. What do you think about us savages over here? So I like, I really like, um, so when I was in Chicago, I was visiting friends. Um, so I do find a difference between people from the city and people from more like a rural or cu countryside. So I was, I love Southern places. I feel like you guys are very passionate. You guys are very nice, hospitable. Um, wait, and I, I, um, yeah, I like it. And, um, I like pizza. I think I tried five guys. Did I try five guys? I, I did five guys. I didn't get to try in and out, but, um, yeah, fast food, um, fast food was pretty, pretty good. And, um, um, yeah. <laughs> Who's that octopus on sunset? No, I'm sorry. No, just now I thought of Amy Schumer's humor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I hear you. So what are some of your other hobbies that you enjoy doing? So I like to, so I do um, like cha-cha-cha, like uh, jive, like that kind of dancing. And um recently not really going out that much but i really i'm really i really like to do outdoor activity these days as well um 
especially after my dad passed away, I always felt like I have to go out and get some fresh air and stuff. I like to sort of hike around. And in Malaysia, we have so many beautiful mountains. I didn't hike them all, of course. Um, and I like I like traveling. I like I like mostly my biggest hobby is to study the scripture because um, I don't know. I'm just more spiritual and um, I like to study the scripture and I like I like to eat. I like food. I have passion for food. I I like to eat more than I like to cook. <laughs> so I like to eat and um, I like to. Yeah, basically, that's what I like. I don't like to take showers so much. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, goodness. You've fallen in the toilet and you don't like to bathe. No. <laughs> yeah, I feel, like, I feel like falling into the toilet actually makes me sound better, smell better than when I take shower. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got a great sense of humor. That's awesome. So was there any other things you want to tell me about the the Mormon belief system? We can talk about anything you like, but was there anything else you wanted to share about that topic? Um, so, so for a lot of people that are still in the Mormon church, which I doubt your viewers actually have anybody that is like a good Mormon because your, your, your YouTube channel is really about, you know, atheism and theist. So so um, for those of you who well, are still- Well, there is one, there is, I don't know if you realize this, but I've been doing this for like 20 years and I have met some former Mormons. There was a guy earlier who's really popular who was interested in coming in, but unfortunately been working all day who almost came in and talked about his former uh, issues he had with Mormonism. His name's Jesus Freak 777. You might actually have some good discussions with him if you keep visiting. Yeah, there's actually a good amount of people that were actually Mormon in the U.S. because it's such a big culture. Like Mitt Romney and that woman from Grace Anatomy. There were actually so many Mormon people, you know. And so I feel like, um, you know, to understand that when you are in Jesus, you are supposed to get delivered instead of getting more bound, instead of having more, more, more bondages, to understand that, you know, put people in line, putting your church on a pedestal really aren't what Jesus want us to do because he want us to worship God. He want us to come into God's agenda, come, come in line with God's agenda, find our identity in Christ. He doesn't necessarily have to put people in line and have to, you know, have to put people um, on a Masonic stage to, and to see if you actually do well on, um, on, on that, on that Masonic stage. And, really isn't Jesus' way to have to manipulate it, ma manipulate and to try to con control the the way and the narrative of how you want to live your life. Because you want to live your life following what God teaches in the Holy Scripture, um, but not what a church tells you to tells you to do. And really, like families are great, families are a great gift from God, but you ought not to put families more than you put God first. You are you all not to idolize anything. A lot of people idolize their romantic partners. A lot of people idolize their jobs. A lot of people idolize their houses, their cars, their own lives. Even like, what is the first commandment? Love your love the Lord thy God with all your heart, all your might, and all your soul. 
So this is uh, this is the homework that every Christian ought to learn, which is if God were to take you tomorrow, are you able to give up everything and and go with him? Or do you still have attachment in the world that would want to keep keep you here? Do you have enough trust even when you, you cannot see his kingdom? Do you have enough trust in Jesus that even if God takes you tomorrow, even if it's in pain, even if even if God allows what what happened to you to be painful, do you have enough trust in Jesus to be able to be following him all the way? Or are you like, are you like, um, are you like, though, are, are you actually like Peter that you just mentioned that that would deny Jesus just because you were put into the um, firing trial or you, you, you were pain because you were following Jesus Christ? Like I was, I was persecuted greatly. And, but then God actually, re- I, I wouldn't go into details because that has nothing to do with the Mormon church, but that came after the Mormon abuse. Um, so I was persecuted greatly, but then God rewarded me later for enduring until the very end instead of fighting back. Because as Christian, you know, I mean, self-defense is one thing, but one big thing is about submitting our entire, our, our, our entire self, including our, our, our emotions and our well power to Jesus Christ. Because we can't even control our own emotions. So who is the one that ultimately controls everything and even even can, you know, even can um, influence our emotions? That that is God. And so what what us Christians are supposed to do is not to, you know, it's really multifaceted. It's to is to submit to God, but yeah, also fight a spiritual war. Also equip equip your life with the holy with the holy word of God. Also to um, learn to rise above. Learn to you know. Learn to look, look, look beyond physical things. It's a lot of things for you to learn in your Christian walk. It's not just about studying the Bible. It's not just about being a Jesus freak. It's not just about coming to YouTube and have a freaking fight with freaking atheists. Um, it's a lot of things, and so that is the message that I want to put out. Um, and I'm by no means better than anybody over here. I I don't have as many life experience as you have, Brett, but um, you know, I wish that you know, by me coming and coming coming here, maybe I get to inspire some people um, to you know, you know, you know, think about things. Like you guys are privileged. A lot of people in China, they're not. Firstly, they can't even go to church in in public. I mean, I, I mean, I have a family member that got baptized in China, so we have churches in China. There are churches in China, but there's definitely more um, indulging, indulging. From the government to to more avoiding, um, uh, there's definitely much persecution more than more than you more than you you more than you bready American people, and so like you know it's it's really uh, you know you guys have been have been really um, blessed by God to be able to be you know living in a place where you know you don't get persecuted you know you know you have more resources than us, and so. Yeah, I I hope that I can encourage some people. And in our country, it depends on where you're located. You are right. There are a lot of states and area in our country where it's really nice and interesting. I like what your culture sounds like too, but we literally have cities where people take shits right out on the fucking sidewalk in front of businesses, and there's needles all over the place. It's disgusting. Unfortunately, some people have taken that privilege in the communities that they had and destroyed them. So that is that is one thing we're dealing with. And and which city you're talking about? 
Well, I mean, you talk about places in like California, and then there's areas in LA, uh, places in St. Louis. I live south of St. Louis. Yeah, there's some beautiful areas, but unfortunately, there's some places where the people just ruined it for uh, others. So that's why God inspired me to pray against the spirit of home, home homelessness for USA. I was praying for USA for against the spirit of home home. Homelessness, because God told, because you know what, Brett, have you ever had the chance to come here? It's a total different ambiance. When I was in the U.S., I just felt, you know, like that kind of depressing, heavy loaded spiritual, especially in the city. You know, so many people are so burdened by their, you know, not able to make ends meet because of the, you know, because how expensive things are there and because of the taxation and because there are many people that, you know, um, swipe their credit cards before they consider whether they can afford or not. And so, you know, I, I do feel, you know, I felt like, you know, I felt like God would, God would be calling me to preach in the USA or excuse me, or to, you know, to, to go to the USA to, I don't know what I would be helping with, but, you know, I, I do feel this big sense spirit of homelessness and the spirit of lust are over the U.S., more so than when I am in other cu- countries. I mean, people can say, oh, yeah, there's, this, there's, there's lustful people everywhere. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not trying to argue saying that, say that, like, what percentage of people are more lustful in which country, but definitely in the U.S.A. is highly attacked by Satan because you guys have more Christians over there, so you guys are more attacked than any other Christians in the world. And so definitely there's a lot of um, people that, um, you know, end up being very... Un- unfortunate, and I always feel like as a Christian, I suppose we're supposed to help them, um, and not just pray for them at the same time, but also help them. I mean, of course, we need to help when God tell us to tell us to do so. But if you can do some, maybe if 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 you can actually um, give extra care and give extra help, maybe you can save save this person's life. Because for me, I I believe in the power of kindness. Okay, let me ask you something. Now, uh, I, I hope the question doesn't come off weird, but obviously if you see problems with things and you interact with people who have these problems, you're going to have to try to, if you really want to push a message, you got to kind of give an idea of what it is a person can do about things. Let me give you an example, and I hope this doesn't come off whack as hell, but you state that Americans have lust issue, and you're absolutely correct in that statement. What do you do in order to deal with lust and desires? Well, so when I talk about lust issue, I understand that there's a lot of, because, you know, LGBT community group and, well, that's, a, that's another, that's, that's a whole new story. But, you know, because, you know, I feel like if you want to talk about my personal journey, like, firstly, like, um, well, when I talk about the spirit no, I mean, lust, like, whenever you're dealing with temptations, I think every normal person out there, no matter who they are, they're going to have their temptations, whether it be money, greed sex, any of these things, um, what do you do when you start feeling tempted? You see what I mean? If you want to help people, you got to say, I've experienced this. This is how I deal with it. Yeah. So what I, what I do is that I get deep, deeper into studying the scripture and praying because when I'm exercising my spirit, I'm not exercising my flesh. When I'm exercising my, my spiritual body, I'm not exercising my physical body. I'm not feeling... You know, when and also like practice makes 
definitely is a part of um, your, you know, you know, practice to overcome. If, you know, like for me, I, I probably couldn't fast with not, you know, from 6 a.m. to 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 6 p.m. five years ago, I couldn't do it. But when you practice, when you start from small things, you don't have to jump over a huge cliff um, um, to, to, to get to the other side. You can start from smaller gap, you know? You, you don't have to, you know, reach the de de desti destination right away. I mean, for me, I, am, I have a personality that I'm always rushing all the time. So for me, I'm like that, but I would have to say that it is, it, it is good and it is better for, 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 for a Christian to really start from small goals because sometimes we can set up really big goals and it's really un unreachable because it's too big. And so start from small things like, and I'll, I'll give her a great testimony. It is when I give up loving for money, loving for my reputation and my fame, and God gave it all to me. It is after I, I decided that I'm going to give up and I pray that I can, you know, um, I I'm just going to devote, devote myself wholeheartedly to Jesus kingdom because the, my life experiences grieve me too much that I don't even want to put any heart or or, or any um, expectations into this world. It is what I did that. Like God give all to me. So you have to be able to lose your, your life in order to gain your spirit. You have, have to be able to have the heart to be able to give up. You can't be want, wanting God and at the same time you want all the physical, you want all the physical blessing. I mean, if, if, if you are able to practice and and get to the place where these these like money like reputation no longer have have holds over you, you are not gonna get triggered by people that try to come com compete with you. You're not gonna get jealous. You you're not gonna be attacked by the spirit of jealousy when when you see somebody being better than you. Then it is when you become like you don't care anymore and you care about God's kingdom. Then that's when God give all that you want to you. At least that's what happened to me. So you do me yeah. a favor, heaven rules huh? Yeah. Later well, on later on on Facebook. No, you're doing great. I'm enjoying listening to you. Very interesting person. My question is is when you have an opportunity later, can you um, give me an idea when are good times for you to be able to use the internet and be on shows? I find you interesting, and I'd like to have you as a, a more of a main host type of person where you take over the broadcast. Hey, I think you got a great sense of humor. You're cool. Is that a problem? So do I have to say another toilet joke again? Like You may you have to do some toilet jokes. Well, actually, yes. I have three toilets in my house. <laughs> so if you don't mind. Because I take shower in. Let me know later when you have an opportunity when the best time zones are for you. That way I can schedule things accordingly. That's if you're in the mood. Just give me ideas sometimes from time to time when it's good. Well, I felt really um, flattered because I'm really not that good like you probably think I am. I'm just sharing with you my experiences. I have a lot of flaws, but yeah, it'd be great if I can, you know, be co-hosting you. If I, if you know, if I happen to be free and we can co-host, that would definitely be a cool, very cool idea. Like you seem to be like the superstar among all the theists and stuff. And I'm just this like little Malaysian nobody from like, you know, like I, I feel that it's cool that you validate me so much, but I honestly am not that good. I'm really not that, not that, you know, 
oriented. Look, it doesn't matter how known somebody is on the internet. You're a valuable, good person. It doesn't matter about subscriptions and views and all that and how well known. You're a good person. I hope you continue to return, all right? Hey, Stephen, yeah. how you doing? Hi. Stephen, can you do me a favor and talk to Heaven Rules All for a moment? I got to go grab me something to drink real quick. Is that cool with you, Heaven? Um, yes, but I will actually have to be exiting in like 10 minutes. Are, are you able to be back in 10 minutes? Oh, I'll be back much quicker than that. I just need a, a minute or two. If Praise I Am wants to come in and chat, he's more than welcome. <laughs> Let me go ahead and put you two on the screen so people can see what a beautiful world we live in. There we go. Yay. I'll be right back. Hold on. Let me see if I can make the screen a little bit more. There we go. How's that? Why Why is it that I, I, I have to be the one that has the bigger screen? Because I'm too ugly to be on the main screen. Haven't you seen me on video yet? I'm absolutely like a Sasquatch. It's terrible. And not one that swims in the toilet enough either. I mean, thank God that I have a beautiful background. Otherwise, you know, it it, it, it it would be pretty weird if I don't have, you know, things all like um, well, well well arranged and have to be on the on the bigger screen. <laughs> yeah. Hi, Praise. Hi, Steven. I'll be right back. Hopefully he'll come in. Can you hurry up and come in, Praise, so I can get you on the screen before I go do the break? That way uh, it's not just her and Steven going, uh-oh, how do I keep things interesting? Even though I think you two would do great either way. <laughs> Come on, praise. Come on. Don't make me uh, like drag you in by the ankles. Arr, arr. Come on there, buddy. Well, my internet's bad, so. Oh, no. Well, if you start having We're... any issues, just turn off the cam, and that might okay. help you with processing if you have any problems. So far, you're coming too clear. All right, I'm going to give him 10 seconds, and then I'm going to go do my thing. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, Five, four, three. Yay! He made it just in time. I was about to say toilet water. <laughs> I literally thought that you would you would be flushing after you counted um, down to one. <laughs> All right, I'll be right back. How you doing there, Praise? Yeah. Good. How's it going, Brett? I'm gonna try to get you guys on the screen a little bit better there. Let me. Ah, oh, it won't. Damn it, this thing sucks. I'm going to have to fix my iframe. Let me uh, let me put her back up there. When people, they, when they come to the channel, if I'm on the screen, they'll run away. They'll think it's Halloween or something. I'll be right back, folks. All right, Brent. Hey, Candace, how's it going? Going well, Praise. Good to and hear. Good to hear. <laughs> yeah, and Brett and I chatted, and he was just um like... He talked about inviting me on his channel, so I'll, here, here I am. You said you shit it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, okay. Good. Yeah, Brett's pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, so pretty fun character to speak to, and he invited me just now to be his co-host. <laughs> so is this show just an autobiography or something, or what's? <laughs> no, the, no, this is just about my experience in the Mormon church. And also, oh. just, yeah, he also asked me some question with my, with a different, with, you know, um, the religions here and just, you know, basically just, just like 
sort of like an interview. Cool. I'll yeah. have to watch the rest of it later. Is that Malaysia? Okay. Yeah, I am. Yeah, in Malaysia. Do you I have a normal know. accent for Malaysia? I don't know anything. Um, so most people here do have sort of like a Singapore, sort of like a sing Singlish, Singaporean type of way of speaking. Like, the, you know, when they speak English, they, their grammar will be perfect, but their accent will be like a Chinese people speaking English type of um, way. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to hear um, an, I don't know if my accent is Malaysian though, but yeah, but there's definitely different way that the, the way people speak is different from American. Yeah, but here people speak English and English is widely spoken and um, people's English is very good here. And yeah, and there's some people that go to like, there's some Indian people here and some Malay. And, you know, if, if some, if sometimes if, um, if some people go to like the, the UK to study and their accent would end up being really British. So, yeah. I do a bunch of accents, so I was just wondering. <laughs> oh, really? You do? Do you want to try to like? Yeah, cool. So I'll do a few. You know, his birthday was the other day. It was Ringo. You know, he's part of the Beatles. I'm sure you've heard of it before. <laughs> and, and, and and which part of the U.S.? Which, which accent are you trying to um, do? I was trying to do the Beatles. You know, John Lennon here, you know, was part of a band, you know, you may have heard of it before. It was famous. You know, we were yeah, bigger than yeah. God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have yeah. I have had a good good, yeah. I, I have heard I have heard of Beatles. Yeah, cool. Well, nice. And, and did which Brett ask Brett? you about what music you listen to? Uh, I didn't know. He didn't ask me that. Um, so which part of the U.S. are you in? Are you a Christian? Are you an atheist? I'm a follower of Jesus, but I would consider myself to be spiritual and not religious. Okay, okay, cool. Yeah, cool. And so which part of the U.S. are you in? Uh, I'm from Minnesota. Minnesota? So, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, cool, yeah. Cool. And yeah, I've been in Minnesota. Yeah, everyone talks with an accent like that. I don't. Oh, okay. Wait, wait. Minnesota <laughs> is 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 like a part of Midwest, is it? Yeah, yeah. There's a movie called Fargo, and they all do this in, uh, accent, and that's how they think everyone talks, but nobody talks like that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I actually really wanted a backpack. Over the U.S. alone, I really wanted to do that, but um, so somehow I felt, you know, I'm still trying to figure it out, you know, like which route I want to go, and I want to do it the less, the the least costly way. Yeah, I want to backpack around. Yeah, I want to go to freaking Valley. I want, I want to go to um, um, the southern part. I want to, but of course, I would try to avoid some more of a more crime-ridden area, more more crying infested area. I want to go to De De Detroit, which is crime infested as well. But you know, I would I would try to like do yeah. Um, I don't know. I just because I I have some friends in 
um, I have some friends in Michigan. I have some friends in California. They have some friends in, yeah, different places. So I would just be, I, I wish to be backpack alone. But, you know, it's maybe not, not that safe to, if, if, I, if, if I don't plan well, and then I just go. So that, that would really be, that could be dangerous for me. But I, I, I wish to backpack. After the whole COVID thing is over, I'm, I wish to backpack and in the, in the U.S. And wait, can, can I still hitchhike there? It's probably not, not a very good idea. I don't think so. Yeah, it's probably, it's probably not a very good idea. I probably bump, bump into freaking Ted Bundy or Jeffrey Dahmer if, if, I, if I hitchhike. Well, you'd have to have a pretty good intuition to tell who's, you know, good and bad. I can't if you're going to do that. I can't be using Uber all the time, right? Yeah. But, oh, yeah. Well, if I, I don't know how walk, far they go, though. If I can walk. I mean, within I the walk. city. Yeah, if I can walk, I can walk. Otherwise, I'm just going to pray how I'm going to backpack around. Um, because even renting like a car is very, it's, it's not that cheap. Always, if renting a car, always, it's not that cheap. Well, Uber is obviously not that cheap as well. So, you know, I still have to, you know, if, if, if you, if you want to travel alone, you still have to spend money no matter what. But it's just that I want to find the least costly way to, to do that. And I'll be really proud of myself. And yeah, I want to see all the, all them beautiful views. I want to see them beautiful national parks. I want to see them. I don't know. Like, I feel like traveling alone would be so cool and nobody could, um, you know, nobody would be bitching about, you know, they, they're tired of this and that and you're just alone. And I'm not sure if, if I'm able to do that, though. But Coming I really, to America. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> yeah. America. Welcome to my country. You must so come anybody, again. <laughs> hey, do you two have any? <laughs> That's rough. He's great at impersonations. Good man on that. So do you guys have any questions with her having to do with Mormonism? Because that's kind of what the show's been gearing towards. But we did manage to start swimming in toilet water and all that at some point. <laughs> so, I like to yeah, I like to ask a question. So, um, does are you aware that Mormonism is very racist, Candace? Yes, I did. Yeah. I did feel that when I interacted with Mormon missionaries, and so that's why you know that's a part of the that's one of the reason I feel like um, Mormon church keep um, people from people um, colored colored folks from wanting to know more about. Um, that that do not know about Christianity, wanting to know more, because there's a huge wall, you know, but between those really good white Mormons and uh, any you know other 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 races, and so you know, like in like we are all a part of the body of Christ, so there's no there's really no there's really there there really shouldn't be any issue with the skin color. And so, yeah, that's also a part of the reason why what makes Mormon Church so corruptive, which is they are just white, white supremacist, and yeah, <laughs> yeah. They are. We uh, praise some of the topics we've been through so far. We ended up sitting down and having some coffee and watching some good old-fashioned Mormon cartoons. We found out that apparently, according to Mormon religion, black people are demons. There's several gods. They own planets, and you can have spiritual babies. So <laughs> That's uh, it. There's yeah. Mormonism in a nutshell for you. Great stuff. 
We also found out that Satan owns the rivers and oceans and you're not allowed to swim. We also discovered that we also discovered that holy magical secret underwear is the way to go if you want to keep pure and saint-like. So we've been all over the place. So we might have hit that topic by now, but go ahead. Any questions you have? That was wonderful breakdown, Brett. I learned something there, though. I didn't know what the, the ocean thing. That's incredible. Wow. Yeah, I knew that I was going to be interviewing her, so I felt like it would be intelligent of me to actually go look into some of the different rumors, some of the information about it, and see what her thoughts were. And uh, it's been very fascinating. She's quite educated and knowledgeable, and she makes it interesting. Yeah, Brett, um, I I went to Prey's channel a lot. So, yeah, I'm I'm actually um, one of his freaking guests. And so, yeah. And He's like, I'm one of his freaking guests. Yeah. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> you were? I've never seen you. Oh, well, yeah. I probably saw you tw- once or twice, but previously you weren't really that coming that frequently, like a few months ago. Well, to me? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just started coming into his rooms and hanging out. I was originally hanging out with somebody else until they wanted to cast an evil spell on me. Just kidding. It just didn't turn out right. But Praise has always been a a great host. He's got an interesting show. And unlike some people, he uh, has subject matters and uh, all kinds of cool stuff. I like it over there. People should subscribe to him. I appreciate that, Brett. Thank you so much. That means a lot. Awesome. Yeah, Praise has been doing this for, I believe, more than 10 years. And he's he's really a good ev- event evangelist just by the YouTube videos he made. You know, he, he made some cool memes. And he, he also, I, I feel like Praise just did a very good job. You know, rep- Praise did a very good job rep- representing um, 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 Jesus Christ. Mr. Goblin Killer has made an excellent point. He says having three toilets is a privilege. I only have two. <laughs> Goodness yeah, gracious! Because, because, the, because the houses here are, um, if you if you rented a, a a bungalow or sometimes condo units, houses here are pretty big at times, and have have a if you have like more than three rooms, or you would have about. Three, three toilets, I think, here. That, that's the way things are here. I, I don't know about in the U.S., though. Yeah. All right, Brett, Brett I think I would have to um, leave. And so thank you for having me on your show and speak soon. It was awesome talking to you, and I'll see you either over at Praises or whenever you decide to come over here and visit. Hopefully, Praise will do the same. Don't be a stranger, folks. Is there any questions anybody has for me? Obviously, I'm not a Mormon, so can't <laughs> help you there. No, I'm good, but thanks for having me on too, Brad. I got to get rolling here, but uh, I'm going to check the rest of the show out later. But tomorrow, I, I forgot to – I didn't have time, but I'm going to do a review on some of your streams tomorrow, Brad Keen Day tomorrow. I hear you there. There's one thing you may need to know if it if it's an interest of yours. I don't know if it is or not. If you're wanting to do the more serious stuff, I usually keep my serious stuff on my YouTube channel. My drama stuff ends up getting archived to a different website. I just don't yeah. like uh, keeping the filth up there. I hear you. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not into the drama stuff either. But uh, yeah, man, I'll check that out. 
Sounds good. Sounds good. Well, see you later, everybody. I guess I'll put up my little end thing. Do you guys want to plug your channel before you take off? Let me uh, put something up while you guys are doing that. You can be heard. Go ahead. Plug anything you want. So I my channel is Praise I Am Apologetics. I have Actually, I had two channels, but I sold one today. But today, my main channel has about 1,500 followers. I do apologetic stuff. We have open mic nights almost every night. 15 to 20 people come in roughly every night, and we just talk. Brett comes in you know, here and there. And, uh, yeah, check us out. Check me out. All right. Steven, you want to do a couple impersonations for a hit end or anything you want to say, promote your channel? Sure, why not? You know, everyone should watch my favorite music, you know, the Beatles. Get out there. It's Ringo's birthday today. You know, he's 82 years old. I mean, he can barely play the drums anymore. <laughs> Damn, he's good at those impersonations. Hells yeah. <laughs> 